from the KISS 92.5 studios in Toronto, Canada. This is Roz yes. and Mocha. It's Roz and Mocha. What's going on? Hey guys, this is Bruno Mars. This is Selena Gomez. The Chainsmokers. Lady Gaga. Calvin Harris. Celestia Carr. You're listening to my boys, Roz and Mocha. Roz and Mocha. My boys, Roz and Mocha. The Roz and Mocha Show. Uh, between Roz and Mocha, who is your favorite? Roz. Mocha. Roz. Mocha. You guys are so funny, man. Congratulations, Lisa! Wow! You just won $1,000. That's amazing. Y'all just made my entire morning. Keep it up. You guys are awesome, man. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Yeah, I'm here. Okay, welcome to the Roz and Mocha Show. So do you guys remember, before we get to your story, Jennifer? Yeah. Roz, you're going to be into this. Deepa, I know for a fact you're going to be into this, okay? Okay. (laughs) You guys remember uh, a couple weeks ago on Roz and Mocha's Hell of a Story, the woman who told us about the... Elsa doll, Elsa from Frozen. That oh my god, that was haunted. Yes. That was haunted. That uh, her and her husband kept trying to get rid of, and for some reason, the doll kept appearing right. back in the home. The Elsa doll just wouldn't let go. Hey. <laughs> uh, and they would even put it like in a garbage bag and watch the watch the garbage truck pull away with the bag. And somehow, a couple days later, they would find the Elsa doll. Right, right, right. right, right, right. Um, so Jennifer wrote in after hearing that story yeah. with a story. For you guys. Go ahead, Jennifer. Oh. I heard that story and it just reminded me of when my daughter was three. How old is your daughter now, by the way? She's eight. She'll be 18 in May. Okay. Wow. So it was like almost 15 years ago. All of a sudden, she had an imaginary friend named Albert. (laughs) But back when she was a year and a half, two close family friends had died. They got in a car accident. One was supposed to be driving. He wasn't. And he ended up dying right on the scene. The one that was driving that night that's not supposed to be driving was in a coma. Ended up waking up, died in, died, we swear he died of a broken heart. So my daughter would always talk about her friend Albert. Me and Albert are doing this. Albert's a bad guy. He's getting her in trouble all the time. Like, she's fighting with him, like, brother and sister. Like, it's driving me insane where I'm to the point where, like, if you're not going to play nice with Albert, like, you guys can't play it all together. And one day, my sister came over with her girlfriend and her kids, and the little boy, who loved playing with my daughter, gets in the car and starts crying, saying he's never playing at Lily's house again. And we're like, why not? Like, you love playing with Lily. He's like, I'm scared of the big, tall man that stands behind the doorway. No way! what are you talking about? They're like, he's like, her friend Albert stands in her doorway. And I don't like him. My sister and her girlfriend call me and they tell me this. And I'm like, what the hell? I was like, like, I don't know. So I asked my daughter, I'm like, what's Albert look like? And she describes exactly what the little boy said. Like this big, tall man. And she's like, but sometimes Albert can be so teeny tiny, he'll fit in your pocket. So we're at my grandma's house one day and we're telling my grandma about like, why Tristan doesn't want to come to our house anymore because he's scared of Lily's imaginary friend. I'm like, it's this big, tall man named Albert. And my grandma, like, kind of stops. She's like, Albert? And I was like, oh, no. yeah. So my grandma calls her sister. They get a picture. They show it to Lily. And they're like, Lily, do you know me in this picture? And she's oh, like, no. that's Albert. But oh, it was a picture God. of Bert and Oscar. The two guys that were in that car accident. The two guys that were in the car accident Lily never met in her entire life. Oh, my so God. So her friend Albert, your daughter's imaginary friend Albert, yeah. When she describes him to you guys, he she is Bert. one of the, the guys that died in the accident, Bert. Yeah. Who she had never met before. No. 
because they were so old. They never came down to where we lived. They lived way up north. But they knew your grandma? They knew my grandma and, like, my great-grandma. Like, yeah, they knew our family for a long time. I knew them, but I hadn't seen them for years, even before I had Lily. So is Albert still around? How long was Albert, like, hanging out? Because now your daughter, you said your daughter's going to be 18 soon. Yeah, so he was just here for, like, two months, three months maybe. And then, like, as soon as she told him and we figured it all out, like, disappeared. Never, no recollection of him. Never, ever talked about him again. I believe this, 100%. At at almost 18 years old, does your daughter, Lily, remember any of this? No, and I told her I was going on your show to tell you guys about (laughs) Albert. And she's like, Mom, who the hell is Albert? And I'm like... He's your imaginary friend. Wait, can I tell you why I believe this 100%? 100%. 100%. This is 100%. Yeah. People say, though, that children and animals, they have, like, a sixth sense so that they see things. This Who? is not a joke. Who? Like, Who? like in the movie Science. Science. Who? Who says, show me, show me the peer-reviewed research that says children and animals have a sixth sense. But, like, it's true. It's just common knowledge. Like, it's common things knowledge. That we don't see. Okay. Like, yeah, no. I, I knew, man, I knew <laughs> Diva was going to be in the story. I, okay. I, like, another thing is, like, when you acknowledge that, like, the spirit is there, like, yeah. when they figured out who Albert is, <gasps> then they're like, okay, like, you know, people recognize me and I can cross over. And, like, that's why he, le- I don't know. That's my expert opinion. Your expert <laughs> opinion. So Albert yeah. was stuck. Stuck here, stuck in this world, waiting to cross over until yes. he was acknowledged by Lily's family? Yes, like, oh, you know Albert. We know Albert. And Albert, you can pass on now. And then Albert, like, left. And I was like, thanks, Lily. Peace out. Right. Yeah, sure. Or or you could not believe a word of anything that you just said. No, it's true. No, I, I don't mean that. you. I don't mean oh, you. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. <laughs> you mean Jennifer. I mean Jennifer, yeah. Do you believe any of this stuff, Jennifer? I didn't believe in any of this kind of stuff, but then, like, when it all kind of like we put all the pieces together, it's like, <laughs> oh, it's hard to deny. <laughs> An innocent child that just turned three years old. Yeah, Jennifer, Roz ain't buying any of this. Roz so. is not buying I'm any not, of this. I'm, no, I'm fine with the imaginary friend, right? Uh-huh. Like kids have imaginary friends. Lots of kids have imaginary friends, and they do it for various reasons. But when, but when the child starts blaming sort of like bad behavior or misbehavior on the imaginary friend, that's when you as a parent need to realize that they do not exist and something else is going on no yes no Roz. no yes do you think three-year-old lily is not going to listen to this old man albert telling her what to do when oh, he's like for oh God's like, sake. there was <laughs> no <laughs> old man like named albert she literally just told you that this is a real person there was no Albert. To deepest oh. point, it's common knowledge, okay. Ross. <laughs> yes, common knowledge. Thank you for sharing your story, Jennifer. <laughs> All right, thanks. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Somebody call me a douche because I don't believe in ghosts. <laughs> I just check my I just check my mentions uh-huh. on Twitter. You're right. Oh wow, Deepa. Deepa, I don't need your face. Okay, hon? <laughs> you can you can take a five. Take a knee. Um. <laughs> yeah, I just check my mentions. Listen to this, Roz Weston. Your close-mindedness is downright insulting. Okay. Who are you to discount decades of paranormal occurrences? You mm-hmm. honestly make me sick. Mocha and mm. Maury are my only reasons for listening. You're such a douchebag. <laughs> 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 laugh, laugh about it. I won't be shocked. 
Oh, because I because I <laughs> because I don't believe in ghosts. Well, maybe if you actually saw people one. have. Oh, stop it, Maureen. We'll get to you in a second. People have such strong feelings mm -hmm. towards this, right? And I think that this is when I don't know what it was. I think we were talking to somebody who their kid had an imaginary friend, and then they claimed that the imaginary friend turned out to be some dead family member that they hadn't met. Blah blah blah. All this stuff, right? Mm -hmm. Okay, none not of it to happened. mention all of none deepest of ghost happened. encounters. None of Deepa's yeah, ghost like hundreds encounters of them. have happened. Hundreds of them. They're, hun and they're in the hundreds now? Deepa, they're in the thousands now? I mean, I'm just exaggerating to piss right. Roz off, but there's been a lot yeah, that yeah. has happened. Deepa, by so. the way, can I remind people that during that conversation, Deepa had said that it was a well-known fact that children and animals have a sixth sense. No, well, that, that well is a studied known. fact. <laughs> okay. Do you know Common knowledge. how many... <laughs> let me see if I can find some while yeah. you guys continue. Yeah. How many texts we got yeah. after we talked to that woman? Uh-huh. About... Uh, about like imaginary either, friends no about like people in their lives like kids and stuff that yeah. have seen ghosts sure my dog barks sure. at a ghost okay. every day jesus man how did i get a life surrounded by ghost people that's all i want to oh, know just for the record what did i do wrong just for the what record did I, do wrong? I don't believe in ghosts oh that's okay. right oh i forgot i forgot i forgot. i've seen one. Oh, shut maury where were you when you saw a ghost, Maury? I was in Winnipeg at Man. at this old, like the oldest, most haunted hotel in Canada. Okay, so so can I just say this? Because uh, do we have that? Can we play that? Okay, well, just, just was... okay, just wait for one second. This is why I wanted. This is why I say when I when I fight so hard to tell people that that ghosts are that ghost stories are garbage and that ghosts aren't real. Okay, it's because people like Maury will tell this story that he's about to tell, and then people like Deepa will believe it, and then they will retell As it. They so, should. Okay, so Maury, before we play this. Okay, yeah. tell quickly the story of you when you saw the ghost. It's, I stayed in the haunted room. Okay. Okay, and it's haunted by a woman who wears like a long white dress type dress. Okay. <laughs> so a dress. And, and, this, and, this, and at this hotel, and, yes. this room is known to be haunted. People beg to stay in this room. Because it's haunted. Because it's haunted. And right. I got the chance to stay in this room. Okay. And it's haunted by Kate. So that story on its own kind of gives you goosebumps a little bit, right? Right, Deepa? Yeah. Right, mm -hmm. okay. Yeah. Maury stays in the haunted room, haunted by Kate. Maury says that he... So Maury tells this story and everybody else who believes in ghosts are like, oh my God. When you actually listen to Maury in the room that night because he recorded himself, you realize there is absolutely no truth to any of it. So I, I was <laughs> okay. somehow able to fall asleep and yes. Kate woke me up. Okay. Okay. So here's here's Maury. What is Maury doing here? Is he still sleeping at this yeah. point? He's quote unquote sleeping. Okay. But listen, okay. have you heard okay. this, Deepa? I don't think you've heard this. No, okay. I haven't okay. heard okay. this. Listen okay. to Maury sleeping. Yes. Wink, wink. Yes. And then okay. the ghost. Well, you can't set it up like that. You and then the ghost say, case. No, no, anyone anyone okay. hearing this will know. No. Yeah. Okay, listen. <laughs> totally normal. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, guys. Oh, my God. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Holy. <laughs> I'm now lying on the floor. I totally saw Kate. 
at the end of my bed. Woman, white dress is now gone. Wow. <laughs> I can't. I can't. No, I can't. I'm out of here. Okay, come okay. on. Hey. Listen, so Guys, I, I can't. I that can't. That was so I'm traumatic to relive that. No, no stop <laughs> it. Apparently, this is, how, this is how Maury sleeps, okay? Yeah. This is the sound that Maury makes when he sleeps. <laughs> What are you doing? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, like a pug. Yeah. Right? Like totally. some sort of like deviated septum. Totally. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Come on. Yeah, yeah. This is why I don't right? believe in ghosts. Thank you. So it's Maury tells a story on, like everyone, that. Deep, are you okay or did that scare you? No, actually, I don't believe that at all. Oh! This is the one ghost story where I'm like, okay. who reacts like I that? Guess you, Wouldn't you like scream? Yeah. I guess and, you like, had to run? be there. Yeah. See, <laughs> this is this is why people believe in ghosts, though, Deepa, is because without having actually heard that, Maury tells that story, you get goosebumps, and you're like, you're one of us. You're yes. one of us. Yes. Until you actually hear the reality of yeah. the situation. Also, in that moment, damn it, Maury all of a sudden turns into Porky Pig. I'm going I'm, 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 <laughs> <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Ryan McCullough, who listens to the Roz and Mocha Show religiously, mm-hmm. DM'd us a segment of our podcast from 2019, episode 61. Okay. And slowed it down because it's become quite popular with fans of this show where you take our podcast, and when you listen to it at half speed, mm-hmm. it sounds like we're wasted. We're drunk. <laughs> yes, like super does. drunk. Yeah. And some of the conversations just sound hilarious. Um, so this one that Ryan sent <laughs> to us was a conversation that we were having after you, Roz, yeah. went to watch Aquaman starring Jason Momoa. Okay. At a movie theater that was offering it up. The big promotion was watch Aquaman in 4D. This is where you have not only the movie screen in front of you, but the screen is on the left and right. It's like a fully immersive experience. So the movie is like literally playing all around you. Sound is coming from all over the place, right? And the chair in front of you sprays water at you and stuff, right? Right. Yes. So you get the... All the dimensions. (laughs) So many dimensions. Okay. And this is the conversation that that we were having after your experience at a 4D movie theater uh, when it's playback at half speed. Okay. I went and saw Aquaman. Oh, nice. So did I. (laughs) In uh, 4DX. Oh, okay. <laughs> let me tell you something. That's too many D's. No. Okay, I can take. You can't handle that many no. D's. I can take two D's. Uh, right. I can sometimes, sometimes I can take three D's. Uh-huh. Right. Yeah. But I can't take four D. Too much. Like, like it's too much D. You know me. I'm comfortable with 2D. That's all I need. Four Ds is... I can't wait. Too many Ds. Because it's like from the front and the side. It's everything. Like... Like, there's just dimensions everywhere. So when you're in the 4D seat, 
You get D in the front. <laughs> you get D in the back. Yeah. Right? And then one D turns you one way, another D flips you another way. Sounds like a party. That doesn't sound like a party. Too many Ds. I'm not mad enough for that many Ds. So what? Like, just... For the time being, <laughs> like, no more D's? No more D's. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, this no. is probably, like, oh, the best no. and worst thing to ever happen to our show. Absolutely. Oh. I'm not mad enough for that many D's. So fine. <laughs> A segment on our podcast where you oh, listen to it at half heart. speed uh, and it's, uh, it sounds even more ridiculous in slow-mo. Please submit it to that us. That made my day. Uh, please shout oh out. Uh, sorry. Uh, big thank you going out to, uh, to Ryan who sent that to us from episode 61 back in 2019 of, uh, of the podcast. Do you, feel, do you still feel the same no, way, Ross? No, I'm going to bet to have a heart attack. I need an aspirin. <laughs> you know what you need. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. I'm looking at this uh, story here. Let me read you this. This guy named Ryan Nixon went on Twitter a while ago, and he wrote, "Hey, me and my friends are having the stupidest debate right now, and I'm here for it." And then he asked this question. He put up a poll. Okay. Do you think there are more doors or wheels in the world? Oh, God. Do you think there are more doors or wheels in the world? I'm going to say doors. You're, you're going to say you're on team doors. Yeah. Shem? Man. Um, I'm going to go wheels. Maury, really? Maury? Because yeah. you have to also think. So Maury, the, what are you saying? Wheels. Wheels. Can I explain? I'm saying wheels. Yeah. Why? Because, okay, think about look at Look at this room alone, right? Uh-huh. We got Th- two doors. This room alone. Okay. So you have two door. You have one door that walks into this room. Yeah. Look at the bottom of your 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 chair right now. I got five wheels. And how many of those chairs are in this room? One, two, three, four, five. Damn, that's twenty five wheels. That's twenty five wheels to two doors in this room alone. There's twenty five wheels to two doors. Now you can think about your house, Maury, in the condo. How many doors do you have in the condo? One, two, three, four, five. Five. How many wheels would you say are in the condo? One, two, three, four, five, six. On what though? Say the amount. Chair. Yeah. Um, all my cupboards, all my cupboard drawers have wheels. Yep, that's true. Don't know how many there are. Oh, yeah. yeah. Also, a lot, a lot but of for little doors, wheels. some people are saying advent calendars can count as doors. Okay, let's not get into no. the advent calendar world. No, that's, that's what they said on I, CNN. Yes. Okay. No, no. That is, we're that we're saying count. doors and wheels, like a door intended to be a door. Correct. Right? Okay. So like the top of like a beer can does not count as a door. No. Right, you, even though you crack it open, it, that is no, not a no. that is not a door. Clearly a window. Right, <laughs> clearly a window. <laughs> no. Yeah. Um, so I'm going. So I'm wow. going wheels. Maury, again, you are going wheels. Wheels. Shem, you're going wheels. Wheels. Is there an actual answer? I guess no. It's just a no poll. Way. An actual answer. Yeah, Who would no count way, that? There's no way to know. Jesus. <laughs> somebody keeps track of how many doors and wheels are if made in the world. If somebody set out to try and find out what that answer was, oh, you would man. be long dead, and so would they before yeah. the answer was actually was actually figured out. Yeah, I forgot about like all because when I think wheels, I just think of 
things like chairs and you think of cars, cars and everything else right? but like like Maury was right though like when you when you look at like a kitchen mm-hmm. drawer there's like two little wheels on all those IKEA things that yeah. have those like little tiny wheels inside those and I'm brackets just like in my uh like in my garage right right i have like a vac um like a shop vac and yes. that's got like four wheels on it oh. already. And yeah. if you have children, all their little dinky cars. <laughs> that's true. Right. Yeah. Every time oh, li- my son has like so many hot wheels. Yes. How many does he have and how many wheels? How well, many how many wheels? How many wheels has Lego produced over the years? Oh, see, it's a whole nother question. Right? Yeah. You know I'm what I mean? Billions, more more right? than doors. Facts. Yeah. Right? Lego's made more wheels than they have doors. I'm a hundred percent going wheels. I but, might have to change my answer to wheels now. Yeah. Because, again, more you brought up a great point about toys and stuff, right? Toys. Like, I'm just thinking of all the, like, vehicles. Shopping carts. Shopping carts. That my son has. Yeah. And now you can say, okay, look, let, let's look at cars, right? Like, we will, okay, say like a hatchback car. We're going to count the one on the back as a, as, a, as a door, okay? So you got four wheels, say five doors on your car. Right, Mocha? Mm-hmm. So you got four wheels on that car, five doors, right? Now... That car is inside a sort of parking garage within this building, mm-hmm. okay? Even with all the doors in a big, giant building like this, there are still more wheels inside this building, parking garage included. Even though your car has more doors than wheels, there are still far more wheels and also inside count, this building. And just with cars or vehicles alone, you also have yeah. to count that majority of them have a spare tire. Right. If not all of them have a spare tire. Yes. That's and five the door wheels. that opens to let your car in has wheels to let the dro- garage door open. Exactly. Like how many wheels are on that one door? <laughs> are we counting are we counting rollerblades? Why wouldn't we, Maury? They're not squares. No, so they're rollerblades. <laughs> they're certainly not doors. <laughs> are we okay. Are we counting skates? Hold roller on. skates. Hold on. Are we counting rollerblades? <laughs> are that we? changes everything. I need, I are need we to... counting? Are we counting skateboards? <laughs> what he, about scooters? Yes, we count those? Right. Yes. Even airplanes, you know, there's a there's a lot of moving parts. Like you can say, okay, the airplane has you got the door to the plane, the back door to the plane, the cockpit, the three bathrooms, everything else, right? But then you have all those wheels on the bottoms of the carts. You have all those wheels on on everything on everything else. Those in the front of the cabin far outweigh far outnumber even the doors on the entire Bro, plane. And luggage. that in that luggage. Yes. Somebody just texted. The question, by the way, was somebody had asked on Twitter whether there were more doors or wheels in the world. Uh, my transport truck has a trailer. Uh, sorry, my transport truck and trailer has two doors and 24 wheels. <laughs> yeah, there's more wheels. Wait, is it still a wheel if you turn it into a, sl- a swing? Excuse uh, me? Yes. Yes. So, okay, all yeah. those swings hanging from trees yeah, okay. that are made out of wheels. Wow, now more is going to like specific moves, specific things, right? Like very, very, very specific things here. <laughs> hey, I'm taking this seriously. Tire swings. That's what I meant to say. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, I know, more. I know, I know. But yeah, you have to go wheels on this, right? Huh, thousand There's percent. no way to not say wheels. Yeah. I say doors. doors. Yeah. You feel bad for doors? <laughs> because... There's clearly Why, because they're always shutting in your face? Oh, oh, oh my God. Oh. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Roz and Mocha's hell of a story. Hello, Kara. It's Roz and Mocha. Welcome to Roz and Mocha's hell of a story. Hi, thank you for having me. I love hell of a story. When and where does your hell of a story take place? Well, before we start, can I just say hi to my friend, Shem? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hi, Shem. Hi, Kara. <laughs> Hi. How are you? 
Good, how are you? Not too bad. Yo, is this Good. a troll job just so you can flirt with Shem on the radio? <laughs> no, no. I know. Uh-huh. No, I um, know Shem. All right, all right. <laughs> Maybe we'll find out how well you know Shem. I don't even know what your story is. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Okay, Kara, uh, where and uh, okay. when does your hell of a story take place? So this is 14 years ago wow. uh, at my wedding. Uh, and I had a very big wedding of nearly 300 people. Jeez, okay. So really where it all begins is after our ceremony at the church, my whole wedding party got into a limo and we headed to get pictures done. And the one groomsman who huh, is a notorious partier, and like looking back, I probably should have never had him stand in my wedding. Um, he starts crushing beer on the way to the photos. And by the time <laughs> and by the time we got to the reception, he had dummy twelve cans of beer. Oh. No. Yeah. Oh. Now's probably a really good time to add that he brought a stripper as his plus one. <laughs> how did you know? How did you know how did you know the girl was a stripper? Because I knew her from ahead of time. I had Hung out with her before. Oh, okay. Oh, man, yo, this is just like red okay. flag city right here. <laughs> okay. Oh. okay. It's okay. just one red flag after okay. another. It sounds sounds so like all the weddings I went to in Acton. <laughs> uh, okay, continue, continue, continue. Okay, so... So, so he brings this well-known stripper who also has a drug problem. But anyway, she's a nice girl, so I think she can maybe behave herself. We're okay. so fine. Yeah, done. Okay? Yeah. So now we're at the reception, and our reception um, was in a ballroom. So during dinner, he starts getting this, this drunken groomsman, starts getting belligerent and loud. And I would shoot him dirty looks and tell the other groomsmen to shut him up. But it, nothing was working. So when the speeches started, um, he kept yelling out dot com. So every time someone made a statement in their speech, like, for example, my poor parents, who already struggled with public speaking to begin with, would say something like, Kara was always a very caring and sensitive girl. And then you would hear his overpowering voice yell dot com. And then he would just... <laughs> Like uh, for everything, okay. right? Yeah. And, and then dot com, and it, like it was, just, it was so overpowering and loud. Uh, and uh, so that's how you know that part started. And then, meanwhile, like speeches are going on, and he's yelling out all these words, especially dot com. I'm watching the table where the stripper is, yeah. and she's tossing back the wine with a bunch of my party animal friends from university. Right. And at another table, I can see my cousin who is getting annoyed with her sister-in-law, who is also wasted and completely embarrassing herself. Like, she's drunk crying, and she's cheering and clapping during the speeches at all the wrong times. Um, and I can see my work friends at one table, and for some reason, one of them is taking her bra off. And now, like, I'm, I'm in a mad panic. Because, and all I could think is, please just let these speeches end. So that the party can start, the old people can leave, because yeah. I think this is going to start getting really rowdy. Yeah. Next thing I know, I see the stripper get up, and she leaves with a male friend of ours. <laughs> oh, Nearly. no. Remember, she's the drunken groomsman's date. Yeah, oh, yeah, we didn't forget so, that part. Okay, so oh. now the drunken groomsman's date has taken off to have sex with the groomsman's friend. Okay. Oh, dot com. <laughs> dot com. So finally, okay, the speech is end, thank God, and the party starts and the music is playing. <laughs> I'm looking into the reception hall and I look on the dance floor. Now the stripper's on the dance floor because she's back, I guess. Mm -hmm. And she's putting on a show. <laughs> like she's giving it her all and she's dancing seductively and all my uncles and my family are watching. <laughs> <laughs> well, she starts doing cartwheels 
on the dance floor. Oh, no. And I guess she must have forgot to put her panties back on because oh, no. she was bare ass doing oh. cartwheels across the floor. <laughs> wow. Okay? Okay. Yeah. Oh, it gets better. Okay. And then I guess around this time, the drunken groomsman found out that she had slept with his friend. Yeah. So now he's furious and calling on his friend in the wedding like in the reception hall, to fight in the parking lot where everybody was smoking. Oh, my God. Also, at this time, yeah. my cousin's sister-in-law that I was speaking about before, she starts choking her out, like <laughs> hands around her neck, yeah. choking her out, and now my family's trying to split them apart. And a security guard carries the sister-in-law out and tells her she has to leave. Okay. Oh, man. And one of the groomsmen comes up to me, and he tells me that the drunken groomsmen just puked behind the DJ booth. <laughs> yeah. So a big group of guys are dragging him out and they put him upstairs in his room and they tell him to go to bed. Yeah. So about an hour later, people are dancing and laughing and, and I'm at the bar taking a shot with a friend and I look over and that drunken groomsman has escaped his room and he's returned to the reception in nothing but a bed sheet <laughs> wrapped around him. Okay. Okay. Completely naked underneath and he comes barreling through yeah. like a bull in a china shop and he's knocking people out of the way to get to the mic. So he gets to the podium and people are trying to pull him away and he like the mic is off thank god but he's so loud and he asks for everyone's attention he starts declaring and confessing that he's in love with me (laughs) (laughs) wow dot com okay yeah dot com i wish i was at your wedding holy so kara this was 14 years ago now so now when you and you when you and your husband sort of look back on this how do you remember uh that night well, he's my ex-husband now. Oh. Uh, <laughs> what? Oh, my God. What? How long did you last? Well, three kids later, so seven years, I guess. Oh. After all yeah, that. But, so then the drunken groomsman tries to apologize, like, the next day, but he's messaging my now ex-husband, and he's like, and he's like, check your shed when you get home from your honeymoon. Your gift and your apology is in there. And we go into the shed. And his gift and apology was a Burger King bag with a bunch of weed in it. Oh, my God. (laughs) Jesus, Kara. Thank you so much. Uh, That was a hell of a story. Dot com. (laughs) (laughs) com. All right, love. Thank you. You take care, Kara. Bye-bye. Bye. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. What advice can you guys give me? Okay, so my question is... My question is... Got a problem you can't fix. Roz and Mocha got you. Michelle, welcome to the Roz and Mocha Show. How are you? Good, thanks. How are you guys? Doing great. Why are you reaching out to us today? My kids won't let me date anyone. Ooh, jeez. Uh, you wrote it says, Hey, Roz and Mocha, fix my life. After 20 years of marriage, my husband and I are unfortunately a statistic of COVID. Uh, we've been separated now for two years. We have three children, twin 15-year-olds, a boy and a girl in grade nine, and an 11-year-old girl in grade six. My children have told me, especially the older ones, that I better never date or have another relationship again, or they will disown me and cut me out of their lives. So I have met some someone and I've been dating them secretly for the past year. Only a few close, close friends and family members know he has two similar age children as well. And the goal would be, of course, to one day for everyone to meet uh, what and how do I tell my kids? That's yep, tough. That's um, yeah. Is your, your, your ex-husband, is he dating anyone right now? Is he with someone? No, no, no he, he probably won't. <laughs> does, oh, okay. Does, okay. So question for you. Um, does the ex-husband want you back? Does he thinks that there does he think there's a chance? Yes, he's still waiting for me to come home. Okay. Yeah. Wow. So obviously the children know this. 
Yes. Yes. Okay. So, so who knows what kind of conversations he's having with them? Like, don't worry, it's going to take time. We're going to get the family back together. Yep. Like, I don't know. Do you know that? Like, are they having yeah. those conversations? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 The kids tell me that, and they say. He said that mommy's the only one for him, and he's yeah. still waiting. Yeah, so yeah, the, we'll, they, we'll work this out. Yeah, they so. they they see their father sad and broken, <laughs> and mm-hmm. you are the reason for that. And uh, at whatever time you may need, and I'm sure that you guys have had conversations about why you are no longer together. All this stuff, uh, but they truly believe that this is temporary, and because of your husband's feelings still towards you, you're the only reason that you guys are not a family currently. And that's tough. And they know too that they've said to me that well, if Dad ever dates again too, it's the same thing for him. We mm. we'll 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 come over to you. Yeah. Like yeah, we'll, we're not gonna we're gonna cut him out of our lives. Too. So it goes the same yeah. for both of us. Yeah. But the kids know more that I'm not coming back. It's more him. Yeah. So are so does, do the kids live with him? No, it's it's week on week off. It's shared custody. Do you think that your kids suspect? That you are seeing someone? Um, yeah, my mom thinks they kind of know. Sometimes I think they know because I text a lot to this person. Yeah. And uh, they're like, who are you texting all the time? Yeah. You know, like, who's they this know. is annoying. So, yeah, they I know. think they have suspicions, but I kind of downplay it. I, I would say initially while you're at this stage, don't involve them. No. Yeah. yeah, I would say I would say don't involve your kids or your ex uh, really until you and this new guy are at a place where you want to take it to not the next level, but like the level. Okay, it's a tricky situation because you're dealing with the emotions of of um, you know eleven year olds and and fifteen year olds, right? Yeah, teenagers. They don't they don't want they they don't want yeah. a new father, right? Mm-hmm. And and they don't want you to be father shopping. That's what, no. you know, that's, that's what this looks like to them. And they already have a dad and that dad really loves you and he wants you back and they don't understand any of this. It sucks. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and I would not, you can go and you can't sit 15, you can't sit a 15 year old boy down to talk about how mom has needs. You know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> uh, you can't, my God, you can't have that conversation with them. Uh, so don't involve them really. Uh, keep doing, you know, keep doing your thing. Involve them when there is sort of no going back for you and the boyfriend where you guys are looking to make something permanent. And even at that stage, the introduction of anybody new has to be done super slowly. And it's not, uh, you're not going to force them to spend time together. Like maybe you all, you know, go for a bike ride together one day and it's 25 minutes and then he dips, you know, like you have to do this so super slowly. Um, other, otherwise you, it's going to be so hard on you and it's going to be so hard on him. You, you are not alone. You are not the first person to have to go through this, but it's just, you're, you're in a tough spot because your ex-husband is sitting around with the children and they're thinking about the good old times. Mm-hmm. You know, they're wondering, yeah. they're wondering when you're going to finally come back around again and realize that all of this was a terrible mistake. Um, Michelle, mm-hmm. have you met your, your boyfriend's? Kids? You said he's got two no. kids as well. You haven't met, okay. Not at all. We've kept every the kids out of yeah. it. Just like you said, we just didn't want to involve yeah. kids right now and didn't know where it was going, but it is getting more serious. And yeah. I'm not or I'm still not ready yet to introduce the kids and right. neither is he. Why are you and your husband's feelings to about your marriage so vastly different? It, it was it was toxic near the end like the, I'd say it's the last ten years anyway. Mm-hmm. And um, I think I hung around more the last 10 years for the kids. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, I just can't do this anymore. And just seeing the true colors in the pandemic and, You're... you know, just 
Your, yeah. your, your, your kids didn't see how unhappy you were or they didn't care? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. They knew? They totally get it. My, yeah. yeah, my son stuck up for me a couple of times and told him to calm down and, and things like that. Like, they, they understand, but they just think that we could still work on it and fix yeah. it. And, they they still have the, the fantasy of the good times and hoping that it carries mm-hmm. carries into the future, that, right? Yeah, the yeah. girls don't. It's my son who's taking it the hardest. Obviously. Yeah, of course. That's his. That's his dad, and of course, and, and I'm sure dad's telling him that he's doing the work, and he's you know he's getting better, and you know he knows he made mistakes, and he'd never do it again, and take you for granted, all this stuff, right? Like he's he's saying yeah. he's saying all the right things. We, we're better friends now than we were married, type yeah. thing. You know, yeah. we yeah. talk and we do special occasions with the kids still, and Christmas yeah. and stuff, and. But um, yeah, it's just unfortunate. It just didn't we didn't work living together type thing. And I just want to say one more thing. Yeah. I, I, and I'm, I'm not looking for a new dad for my kids. I'm not looking for a step parent. I just of want course. one day, hopefully, to, um, you know, for the kids to not hate me or yeah. not cut me out of their lives. Of course. Thing. Of course. You know. Of course. How old are and you? How old are you? I just turned fifty last okay. week. Okay. You got a lot of life left. Yeah. Okay. So you're do not. You think you're not. Ever come around? Of course they will. Do I say here's my number? Give me a call when you you, you care. You can, <laughs> you can, you can. <laughs> Anytime. You take care, Michelle. Okay. Thanks, okay. Guys. Love. Bye bye. Roz and Mocha's fix my life on Kiss. Hello, Tracy. Welcome back to the Roz and Mocha show. Thank you, guys. Um, so here's a text that we got from Tracy. Yeah. Guys, we spoke almost four years ago when I was taking my first midterm test at college at 48 years old. You wish me luck, and I graduated with honors. I then took two graduate certificates. I will graduate my last one in April, and I have my first job interview on Friday. Uh, If successful, I will start in May. Wish me luck. I'm super nervous. Love, Tracy, 52-year-old graduate. There you go. So that is how you do that. Killing it out here, Tracy. How you feeling these days? Thank you. I'm good. I'm good. It's almost over. So six more weeks and I'm all done. Why are you nervous? Amazing. Why are you nervous? What Why are you nervous? Why are you nervous? I was okay, so the I had the, the interview. It was on Friday. It was a video interview. And I think because it the first job with the new career, I was just a little nervous. But mm. it went okay. I was actually happy with it. So we'll see. Now I just have to wait. So you, what were you doing before all this? Because you went back to college at how old again? 48. I was 48. You were, yeah. you were 48. And so where had life taken you before then that you decided at 48 to go to college? So I'm a mom. All my kids are adults now. And so their whole life, I basically worked to feed them, put a roof over their head, do what I had to do as a mom. And so I worked in customer service and um, mostly retail and usually worked my way from um, like service to supervisor to manager. And, and I liked retail, but I just felt that it was something, you know, it was time for a change. And so I took this um, legal course because I wanted to get into law and yeah. here I am. You're great. You're great. I love, I love stories. I love stories like this because doing something at 40, believe me, you can start over. You can start fresh. Mm-hmm. You can, all of this stuff, it doesn't matter. You can be 48 or 52 or however old you want uh you can mm-hmm. do it and you are such yeah. you are such an incredible success story just as a person not even mm-hmm. not even your grades but i think Aww, you're just, you're, i think you. that you're just such an incredible success story that we can't celebrate uh you enough really oh thank you yeah. well i appreciate that it was a tough road but uh, it is well worth it. It but is. guess what you got it. here didn't you yeah and it's never too late yeah it was a tough road but you you <laughs> conquered that. Like you've just been killing it for the past few years. 
and you're going on to this next chapter in your life, I don't think that you need any uh, additional motivation or words of encouragement from us because you've been your own motivation. You've been encouraging yourself throughout this entire time, this journey of yours. True. And to be honest with you, I don't have an Emmy today. Oh, wow. Um, <laughs> like, I'd, I, you know, I, I, would ask, I would ask you for the encouragement today. You seem, to, well, be the, you seem to be the one that has it all together. I would give you all the encouragement in the world. Thank it's you. never too late. Thank, Listen, thank as, you, my love. As thank you. One thing, you if you ever stressed. feel stressed out, Tracy, if you ever feel like you're not doing enough or that you haven't been doing enough or uh, you need the power to kind of push through to the, 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 the next day, the next 24 mm-hmm. hours, just remember, I know this is going to sound cheesy from <laughs> who the source is, okay? okay? But this quote is so damn true for okay. you, Tracy, in your situation. And this comes from Jersey Shore's Mike the Situation. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) We didn't come this far just to come this far. Okay? That is so true. So you need that encouragement. You look yourself in the mirror every single day, and you say that to yourself on those days that are super stressful, on those days where you feel like you're not giving it 100%, on those days when you're feeling down. Just say to yourself, we didn't come this far just to come this far. I will remember that. Okay. For sure. Thank you. Those are great words of advice. I know. Right? From like the situation. Yeah, also, it's T-shirt time. <laughs> okay. Love you lots, Tracy. Oh, I love you too, guys. Thank you so much. I appreciate you all. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Hello, Roz and Mocha. Hey, Mocha, you know what today is? Oh, Wednesday. It doesn't matter what today is because today you know it's 316 for the Stone Cold Steve Austin. <laughs> it is 316 there. Bro, Mocha is wearing an Austin 316 hat I knew today. It. That's why I had to call. <laughs> I knew it. I listened to you guys so much. I knew he was wearing something with Stone Cold. That's why I had to ask him that question. Uh, I'm also wearing my uh, Monday Night Raw t-shirt. Oh, are you excited for WrestleMania? Oh, hell yeah. Did Stone Cold's you? coming back, baby. He's going to kick Kevin Owens' ass. Yeah, I think so, too. I hope so. <laughs> That's what happens when you run your candy ass, bro. <laughs> yes. You know, it's so beautiful to me when when people find their people. You know, like, I, I love it. I really do. Oh, I, no, I love it. It, war- it, it Actually, it's, it's like heartbreaking, and it warms my heart and everything else. I love when people find their people. I love this conversation. Listener, long time listener. Yeah. My wife got me onto this show. Oh man, I love you guys. You guys brighten up my morning every time. You can have a bad, bad day. Listen to Razamoka, and you're laughing again. Um, how long ago did your did your wife put you on to the Razamoka show? Well, she started listening at the beginning in 2009, yeah. and I was listening to another boring radio station, and then. I heard you guys like batter each other, going back and forth, back and forth, and how you guys roast Maury. Oh yeah. man, sometimes <laughs> I'm just in the and I mean, like crying, and I have a really distinctive laugh. So, like, you know, I'm laughing. Yeah. Oh, uh, that's great, man. Dude, that you is know? so amazing. Yes, uh, because today is March 16th, uh, aka uh, Austin 316 Day. Third month, yeah. 16th day, Stone Cold Steve yeah. Austin, WWE Hall of Famer, WWE legend. So yeah. all of us uh, wrestling nerds are celebrating today big time. It was very good to talk to you guys. Do you have any parting uh, words? Uh, uh, 
Anything that uh, either this show has taught you or Stone Cold has taught you that you would like to leave uh, us and your time on the show in the audience with? Just respect everybody that you know and just live life one day at a time. That's not Stone Cold way. You go around stunning people, giving them the middle (laughs) finger, bro. (laughs) You know, it's just, you know, I'm that type of person, you know. I just got to respect everybody like how you guys say. If you guys go through a rough thing, clean break. If not, just enjoy life, man. You got it, bro. We didn't say that. You got it. But also, also, if you're celebrating 316 Day, give me a hell yeah! (laughs) Hell yeah! (laughs) (laughs) Nerds. Later, dude. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. Heritage Classic yesterday out in Hamilton. Yeah. Leafs and Sabres. Uh, Leafs lost 5-2. Uh, everybody's going in on uh, poor Lindsay L for the way she did the Star Spangled Banner. Why? Uh, Lindsay L, country singer, wicked guitar player. Uh, so I, okay, there's a couple of things here. And Chem, I want to bring you in on this because I need your uh, knowledge when it comes to singing. All right. Okay. So we'll play a little bit of Lindsay L. And I think that when people are looking at sort of like, especially when it comes to women mm-hmm. who get up in the middle of an arena or this case the heritage classic and they sing they're used to a certain type of artist which are the sort of uh singers that wail and they go on these runs and anything different no matter how competent they are is seen as odd and you are are immediately shunned Hmm. macy gray is the perfect example of that right right macy gray like she sings, and mm-hmm. there was nothing really wrong with Macy Gray's performance. It just was odd for the venue. It was like a, it seemed like an odd choice. Where Lindsay L, when you listen to her sing, she has a different way of singing. She's very like, at least the way she did it here, like very sort of old school, like seventies rock and roll tones and grind and everything else, and it just didn't sit well with people. So here, we'll play really? it for you now. This is Lindsay L doing the Star Spangled Banner. Okay, pause it right there for a sec. Shem, your thoughts so far? You know what? She doesn't sound too bad so far. Right? So far, so far, so good. Okay, so, but, but, like, like, you know what I'm saying, right? Like, first of all, it sounds Why, like it, it because, hurts the way she's doing it, right? Is it because it, right? of the raspiness I, I think, I think so. I don't she's know. She's outside, too, and the cold air does wonders to your throat. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, but I'll say this. Even, even so, she still sounds, it doesn't sound too grunge rocky to me okay. at all. Okay, so, because so I, I didn't watch this, right? Right. And after hearing the 30 seconds that I did. Yeah. For me, at least, I don't hear a problem okay like i don't understand why people have a problem with this sure so let's get to the notes because star spangled banner is a very difficult song to sing Okay, thoughts on the back end? 
a little a little rougher. Yeah. Um, but again, it just sounds like she's hurt. Like, it sounds like she's straining her right. voice. Almost. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Like I but just I, sound good. I just assume that's what her voice always sounds like. Yeah. The little bit of raspiness. Yeah. Like if you like, ever what see were people saying they didn't oh they didn't like, didn't like it, it at all. all. Oh really? they, oh my god no they went in Shut on her. Up. Yeah. They, Somebody they, said it sounded like she uh, just got off a bender. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, but but if that's but if that's your thing, that's your thing, right? And also, if you just got off a bender and you sing like that, that's still pretty awesome. I mean, hey, listen, does I mean? It, it sounds like it sounds like it hurt. Like it sounds like something was going on there. But that is like when you have that voice in that setting, it might sound odd. But that voice on a stage with like a full band and her just giving it, you would walk out of that show going, "Oh my god, that woman left everything on that stage." Like you want to hear the pain. Jack Daniels kicking in. The land of the free. Maybe a pack of Demorier <laughs> as well mixed in there. Because by the reaction, I thought she forgot the words. Like I only uh, saw, I only saw the reaction. But people were going in on her, like she had like completely ruined it. I'm actually really surprised that in that hockey crowd that this that this rendition didn't go over Thank well. Thank you. Yes. You know what I mean? Like yes. I, I feel like she did that at the NBA All Star Game. I can see like LeBron and all those guys. Yeah. Being like, oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? But, but for no. the hockey crowd. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. You just pointed out to me something that I didn't even know existed. What? Which is, uh, damn it, Maury's signature on the bottom of his emails. <laughs> I, I'd never seen this before. No. And I don't know why. I don't know. Every email I get from Maury, I guess it's like a cut and paste or whatever. I never get the, you know, because you can write up a signature for the bottom of your emails. I don't know if you know this or not. And it just appears there every time you send an email. I have mine. Is it that- just says, mine just says my name, Wazamoka yeah. Show, has the address of the radio station. Right. Um, and that's it. That's it. Right. Yeah, I do not have that. Um, and then the logo for the company. Right. Yeah, I don't have that either. Oh. <laughs> um, <laughs> but you pointed out, because I, 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 how many emails do you think I get from you every day, Maury? Like at least 12, 15, sometimes 20? What's that? I'd say close to 100. No, a day, <laughs> I mean. Like, yeah, a good 20. A good 20. Uh, and then, so I've never seen your email signature before. And Mocha just pointed out your email signature to me. Mm-hmm. Would you mind reading it, Mocha? Please. Yeah. You don't have to get the phone numbers and everything else, but so it says, "Damn it, Maury Sherman." Yes, senior producer slash reporter. Right. That's all. Yeah, that's great. Okay. Yeah. And then directly under that, yeah. in a smaller font, right? Asterisk. Yes. Six-time employee of the month. <laughs> Absolutely. Below right. that, yeah. asterisk. Eleven years of dedicated service. <laughs> Absolutely. And then below that is. The address for the radio station, company logo, blah, blah, blah. Who does this go out to? Doesn't that go out to everybody, not just people in the company? Yeah. You send that to everybody? Oh, you could change it. Six-time employee of the month? Absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) But when was the last time? They stopped doing that. Oh, they did? I know. It sucks. Can I tell you? How many times have you been employee of the month, Mar? Six. How many times have you been employee of the month, Mocha? Like eight or ten. Eight or ten. Shem, you ever been employee of the month? Never. Yeah, that's me not neither. true. Shem has. No. Yes, you have, Shem. As yes, a group, as a group, though. I haven't counted individually. I've never been employee of the month. Yeah. Never? Never. Actually, Maury, no, you have. Ma- no, I have not. 
Yeah, as part of a group. As I think part of a group. I, I, over there. No, 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 no. I've never been named as employee of the month. Never. With all the stuff I've done. Mm-hmm. Damn it, Maury. Six-time employee of the month winner. It's on his signature. Wait, okay. are you arguing that I shouldn't have it? What? I'm arguing everything right now because now I'm pissed off. First, I thought your signature was fun and cute, and then I was reminded that I've never been employee of the month. No, but you have with a group. No, that's not. How many no. Okay, how many individual employee of the months have you have you won, Maury? Six. Okay, thank you. Okay. Individual employee of the months. Well, maybe right. you should work harder. Oh, 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 Mocha, okay. give me that one. Okay. Okay. Boom. Okay. Roasted. Oh, I got the boom roasted. Now can okay. I get the phone ringing Shut in 911? Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. No, I realize that now. First of all, why are you putting that on your email signature? Yeah. Because I'm proud of it. Six time employee. Is there anything else in your life that you're proud of? Well, six, yeah, six I'm not going to put married on it. Oh, wow. <laughs> on a work email signature. I know. Who puts married? I, I think I think that this is a little bit weird to be like, <laughs> to try to flex yes. on employee of the month. Yes, right? clean driving record. Right? Like, why don't you just, yes. you know what I mean? Like, ate pasta for right. dinner last yes. night. Yes, <laughs> gluten tolerant. So, like, Roz, are you going to put like one how, time employee of the month I've, in a group? No, more, I've never been employee of the month, and that's what drives me, that's what that really bothers me here, man. Is that I've never been recognized for all the stupid things that I've done. Well, they don't do I've it never, anymore. I know, and that's I just found that out now too. So I know that I will probably never be employee of the month. What if we came up with our very own no Roz and Mocha employee no, of the month? No, and you can be the very first recipient. No, 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 it doesn't work that way. No, I have an idea for that anyway. And Maury's never going to win. Bye now. The stakes to are going say to be. say that I'm already not no, going to no, win. No, no, because I'll tell you why. When I come up with employee of the week, Maury, and we start doing that, right? You know what's going to, you know, you know, one of the criteria for being uh, eligible to even be nominated for employee of the week? Spelling counts. Ooh. Oh, damn. <laughs> <laughs> The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Hello, it's Roz and Mocha. Hey, how's it going? Good, buddy. How are you? Good. So I got something from Mocha here. So I was watching The Office yesterday, uh-huh. and I made it. I made it a little bit more funnier than usual. So check this out. If you watch The Office from now on, first yeah. few seasons, yeah. Imagine, imagine Roz as Michael, uh, Damn It, Maury as Dwight, oh, Mocha as Jim. Yeah, and then when you, when you get to season five, that's when Shem comes in as Daryl when he sings and just trolls. <laughs> I'll tell you, I was, I was watching oh the episode. Uh, you remember the episode when Michael burns his foot on the grill? Oh my god! Yeah, because yeah. he likes because he, he likes bacon in the morning. Because he likes the smell of bacon yeah. in the morning. Yeah, <laughs> he burns yeah. on the George Foreman grill. And then, and then he calls it, and, and then all you hear is. No one's helping him. And then Maury, who would be like, I'll help you, Roz. I'll help you, Roz. And he's like, don't send it. Don't send him. Send anyone else but him. And he shows up to work with crutches. Oh, man. And then did he show up? Didn't he he wrap his foot with, like, bubble wrap? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) But do you you not remember, though, the, the incredible callback on that show was when in, like, way seasons later is when they were having the Dunder Mifflin barbecue in the parking lot and Michael was barbecuing steaks on the Fort McGrill and somebody's like, is that the one you burnt your foot on? (laughs) (laughs) So good. What's your name, bro? Uh, it's Noel. Thank you so much for listening. We appreciate you. Thank you. Bro, hey, before man. we let you go, uh, between Roz and Mocha, who's your who's your favorite? Oh man. So, like I said, I've been listening to this show for twelve years, and I, I flip flop. 
but here, let me explain. So, when it comes to Roz, I noticed that he doesn't really like when people pick him. Like, he gets upset. What? Like, yeah. So, like, for instance, if someone picks him, he'll be like, ah, uh, you sounded like you wanted to pick Mocha. Or if someone actually picks him and gives him a good explanation, he'll be like, well, it doesn't count. You didn't wait until we asked you the question. Right? <laughs> and Mocha, I'll give it this. Mocha's smart because he waits for a cue to be like, Oh, this person likes me. Like, for instance, like I started talking about the office. So Mocha's like, he's probably going to pick me. So Mocha only asked people that he, he's like, I got this guy. <laughs> <laughs> wow, you're analyzing, huh? Wow, bro. I analyze, oh, 12 years, man. Because uh, you guys, and I've gone through 320 episodes in about three and a half months now. Wow, wow. that's incredible. Just, Thank you. Off, man. Yeah. Okay, but still, I, you I, didn't I, answer the question yet. Who's okay, your favorite? So I flip-flopped, but right now, as of right now, it's Ross. Thank you so much. That makes me feel so good, man. <laughs> why, why does it look? Why does it look like it hurts you to say those words in that tone? Hey, I didn't give an explanation. I just said it's Roz, man. He's funny. Like I, I also like for my explanation is I just the way he trolls Mo- Maury. I, I can't. Can't help it. Thank you. <laughs> Bro, you, know? you can't see Roz's face right now, but he's in so much pain. <laughs> for sure he is. Thank you for listening, man. You have a great day. No problem. You too, man. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Time to check in with our boy, Scott McGilvery from HGTV. Uh, season three of Scott's Vacation House Rules will premiere on April 11th at 9 o'clock. And tonight, he's got a brand new show called Scott's Own Vacation House. Uh, that kicks off at uh, at 9 o'clock. Welcome back to the Raza Mocha Show, Scott McGilvery. Hello, hello. How are you guys doing? What's going Good, on, buddy? Holmes? Yo, man, you own HGTV yet or what? <laughs> <laughs> I've been here a while. It's my home. Believe me, Scott doesn't need HGTV for his portfolio. He's got enough in that no, portfolio. No, I know, my but now God. we're talking about yet another Scott McGilvery show. Yeah, it's a bit of an overdose, gentlemen. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, but, you know, you you uh, you keep me home for too long, and this is what we do. We just start filming more stuff. So, okay, so aside from Season 3 of Scott's Vacation House Rules, uh, we want to talk Scott's own vacation house. And you and your wife, Sabrina, and your daughters, uh, Layla and Maya. So you guys have always wanted that sort of cottage life, and whether it's a little bit of freedom, a place to get away, little maybe a couple ways to make money, all this stuff. What was it about that sort of space and what it would mean to you and the family when you guys went looking for this? Well, to be honest, uh, and Roz, you know this, we've been... We're, we're cottage kind of people. We love going up north. We love the lake. We love all these things. And I keep, for years, I've been saying, you know, I'll just do another season of shows for other people, and then we'll find our own place. Uh, and then, you know, when things slowed down a couple of years ago, I was like, all right, maybe now's the time to find our place. And I couldn't help myself, obviously, looking at it as an investment, plus the opportunity to have something for ourselves. I, I found this like compound that uh, was for sale with four different, like four properties all together. And, you know, my, my wife and I talked about it. She's like, it's too much. What are we going to do with four cottages? I'm like, well, we can use them as rentals or we can maybe decide to use them ourselves more and more yeah. in the future. And so, uh, yeah, we found this property and made the uh, decision to jump in. And it wasn't supposed to be a show at first. It was just like, we're going to buy it. We're going to fix them up and rent it on the side. And, and you know, when things go back to, to normal, we'll do, our, we'll do our thing. But 
you know, it turned into the best way to shoot a show during a pandemic is just to keep it within your family. <laughs> yeah. Do it way up north. So are you taking then four separate cottages and renoing, and these are what the episodes are going to be based on, or are you taking that one, like, plot of land and making one monster uh, cottage? No, no. There's there's existing cottages already there. So gotcha. we are, but they're all from, like, the late 70s, early 80s. They're pretty rough. Um, so we went in, and we just started renovating them one at a time and cleaning it up and we're like we could this will be a great rental this will be a great rental so they're we're making them into vacation properties and there's there's enough land between each one that each one works kind of as an independent nice. uh, vacation rental there's one moment oh my god and i know you have to do television there's one moment in the first couple of minutes of this show where i died where okay so it's scott and his wife sabrina sitting in the front seats right their daughters um uh layla and Meyer sitting in the back and scott's doing the thing where he's talking to the camera but he's talking to the girls in the back he's talking to his kids sure. and he's like girls this place has everything on dad's checklist and also the potential for income <laughs> right? You know what I mean? And the girl and the girls are like, Yeah, but can you swim? Yeah, like, cool, Dad. Cool. Good news, girls. Income potential. <laughs> hey man, you gotta train them early. I hear you. I hear you. Hey, man. Uh, going through this process, Scott, what would you say for anyone thinking of, of going down the same road in the next little while? What's like the hot trend or what are things that people are doing now um, that you haven't really seen before? You're only noticing now when it comes to an income property, whether it's like in the suburbs or something like what you guys are doing at a cottage. Well, obviously, you know, real estate's my favorite thing. And I've been doing shows for now like 16, 17 years. But over the last several years, and Roz, you know this because we fixed up your vacation home on mm -hmm. the show about seven years ago, yeah. is that the short-term vacation rental market has been exploding. And a lot of that has to do with the you know digital portals that are available for renting these, and they keep getting better and better. Um, and just the fact that domestic travel is so hot right now. So the short-term vacation rental market is really where we see a lot of potential for, for investment opportunities, um, good cash flow. But also, it, you can't just buy a property and, and rent it out. It has to be pretty high caliber. And themed properties is probably the biggest trend we're seeing right now. So whether it's like a beach house or is it a modern farmhouse or like what is the theme of this property? Because people want to not only take a vacation to a different place, but they want to be invested in, in really a different mindset, to be honest. So that's where the show has evolved tremendously. Um, and this whole season, whether it's the four episodes about my property that we did or the 16 episodes for other people, um, each each episode really uh, leans into having these branded and themed properties. Scott McGilvery, always love having you join us on the Raza Moga Show. Uh, two shows for your fans to be aware of. Season three of Scott's Vacation House Rules will premiere on Monday, April 11th at 9 p.m. on HGTV. And tonight at 9 o'clock, Scott's own Vacation House will premiere. Thanks for hanging out, Scott. I appreciate you guys. Keep doing your thing. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. What advice can you guys give me? Okay, so my question is... My question is... Got a problem you can't fix. Roz and Mocha got you. Jared, welcome to Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. What is on your mind? Why are you reaching out to us? How do I stop dreaming about my ex? 
How do you stop dreaming <laughs> about your ex? Oh, no. Wow. Buddy. Uh, you go, Razamoka, hey, fix my life. I have this ex. We dated for three years. We broke up a year ago and haven't talked to her for almost that long. But I've been having more and more dreams about her, like good kinds of dreams. And when I'm driving, I find myself thinking about her a lot, more than I think I probably should. My current girlfriend thinks it's fine to think about her, but I hate bringing it up. Well, I don't know why you're doing that, man. Uh, is it okay <laughs> to think about an ex for this long? And what would you say is the best way to forget? So you having like sexy dreams? Uh, sometimes, yes. Yeah. You don't tell your um, you don't tell your girlfriend that, do you, man? God, no. That's no, 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 no. What do you <laughs> What do you say, Jared? You just like, hey, I dreamt about so and so last night. Yeah, pretty much. That's what it boils down to. Is that? Is it because there's certain parts of that relationship that you feel are better than your current relationship? No, there's really nothing that's better about the the current relationship because it ended on a really uh, bad note, I guess mm, I should say. Sure, but what do you um, what do you miss about it though? Um, I really miss like it was three years, right? So it was a good chunk of my life, and it was there were definitely some good times. So that's kind of what I'm, I guess, I'm reminiscing on, kind of like the country song, is uh, is all the good times. More good times than bad, or more bad than good? Um, at the start, it was more good times than bad, but towards the end, it was more bad times than good. How long did you wait before you started dating again? Um, I think it was not like ridiculous long. It was about half a year. Yeah, six months. And how long again. have you been with this new girl? Uh, nine months on the first of April. Mm-hmm. Did do you feel that you got the closure you needed when you guys broke up? I still don't feel like I did. Like even um, just this weekend, me and my current girlfriend went through all my stuff that was my exes. We threw it out, so yeah, that felt like it helped a little bit, but I still don't feel perfect so what are what are the questions you have then what would give you what would what what would give you closure that's kind of where i'm at a loss because i really have never had to do this sort of thing before Mm -hmm. um because i will i will tell you i will tell you this if you go looking for closure you are probably not going to get it Mm -hmm. right oh okay you you just you closure rarely works that way unless it is in the in the moment. Uh, now, if it's an apology you want, if it's clarification you want, if it's any of that stuff, realistically, chances are if you go looking for it, you're not going to get it. And w- when you're sitting here spending so much time thinking about the ex, it's not that you miss her, that you love her. It's just the the pieces aren't all there for you to fully put it away yet, right? And, and I wonder what it is that you're, that you're actually thinking about, or I wonder what it is that you're actually missing, or I wonder what those questions are, because that's what this is based around, right? That the reason she's on the top of your mind is because you're thinking about her, but it's not about the good times or the fights. It's about something else. Correct. Yeah. That that sounds about right. Can you pinpoint that one thing, or at least one of many things in your mind that if given the opportunity to sit down in front of your ex to get that closure, what would be something that you would ask? Like one of the things I would want to know is simply where everything just went wrong. Um, Because for the first year and a half, two years, everything was great. But um, But then you may get an answer that you like don't expect, don't like, doesn't fit with what is in your mind of answers. And then you end up getting disappointed or heartbroken again, right? If that's 
Like that's a chance I'm willing to take if it would help in the long run. Okay. Sure, it would probably. Bro, 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 bro. Run, I do not recommend going to your ex and looking for closure. <laughs> yeah. That is not where this conversation is going. You need to move uh, on. I think that I think that what you need to um, start telling yourself is, and even if this is not a hundred percent true, you need to come to terms with the fact that this isn't about closure. Okay, this isn't about. Uh, your new girlfriend, this isn't about where it all went wrong. What you need to tell yourself is that woman doesn't love me. Okay. That's probably, I think that's probably the hardest part that I've actually had now that I think about it is, is getting to terms with that. That's what, that's what you got to come to terms with. And she's not going to help with that. And neither is your current girlfriend. The only person who's going to be able to come to that realization is you. And that's, that's what you need to come to terms with is the fact that what hurts and what you're still hanging on to is the fact that this woman doesn't love you anymore. Okay. Also, you can't let this, you can't let this consume your life, your day to day, Jared, because then it's just going to ruin things with your current girlfriend. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Cause she's going to notice that you are distracted all the time and going to ask you like, what are you thinking about what's on your mind? And then you got to start coming up with lies and that's no good. Yeah. Yeah. No, and no. Are you still following the ex on social and stuff like that? No, I haven't. Like, I haven't had any contact with her, or okay. any socials or anything for almost okay. a year. Yeah. So. Oh, good. She, she doesn't love you anymore, man. No, not at all. <laughs> all right. All right, brother. You take it easy, okay, man? All the best, Jerry. Right. Thanks, guys. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life on Kiss. We're here. That means we did not win Lotto Max 55 no, milli last no. night. I didn't um, play. I didn't play. Didn't. No. I forgot. After all the stuff we did yesterday talking about the Did you guys play? Shem? Yeah, I did. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Anyone win anything? I won. Uh, I got a free play. Okay. No. I got a free play and eight bucks. Eight bucks, huh? Yeah. How much did you spend? Sixty. <gasps> Sixty. God. What'd you spend more? Ten dollars plus encore, so eleven total. Shem? Yeah, same with Warren. Always, yeah. always eleven dollars. You know, That's, here's my here's my mistake though. Because yeah, go. I got hype off that free win and yeah. that eight bucks. Yeah, yeah. So I went to because you can do it on the app. It's, it's so easy. Too easy. Right? Way yeah, too easy. I know. So I did my thing, clickety clack, auto pick, auto pick, auto pick, yeah. auto pick, and then I pick a select. My last play, I always pick my own set of numbers. You do the exact same You're numbers the worst. every single time. You are the worst. Why? Never do that. Why? Never play your own numbers. So I got hype. Because now it's 60 mil on Friday. Yeah. Lotto Max. And I selected everything. And then I go to hit checkout. But I have to, you have to deposit funds to your account. Yeah. <laughs> and I, and I was like, you know what? I'm not going to do like another, I'm not going to do it. Yeah. And then I hit cancel. Yeah. And immediately regretted it. Because what See? if the winning numbers Bro. were in my lot of numbers that I had just selected? Yeah. Like, I should have just gone ahead with yeah, it, Yeah, right? you should have just gone ahead with it, man. And I always max out on, on Encore as well, so the play is always 30 bucks. Why right. didn't you want to play? Like, is money a problem for you? Good question, Moore. Uh, no, but I... <laughs> yeah, like, how are you doing financially? You okay? <laughs> <laughs> I'm good. But, like, you know, I just, like, willy-nilly did 60 bucks yesterday. Yeah. And then to add another 30... You, is your wife a lotto believer? Like, does she... Do you tell her when you spend 60 bucks on the lotto? Oh, I, I mean, do. I know yeah, you, yeah, you yeah. guys, listen, you're not... $60 isn't going to break your household. Your, 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 your boy's still going to have food for the week. Right. But sometimes excess is excess, and foolishness is foolishness. Yeah. I, in, in that moment earlier yeah in my mind it was a little too willy-nilly too foolish okay it was 60 bucks was too foolish because i i think ahead and i know that 
on Sunday or Monday, I'm going to fill up my tank again, right? Right, right, right. My gas right. tank. And it's going to cost me about 120 yeah, bucks, yeah. which is $40 more than what I normally spend. Right. So this additional funds that I was going to spend on Friday's lotto... Right. But then if I want to want it... Why don't you do problem? what Maury does and only put $5 in the car and then lie to his husband where the rest goes? <laughs> See? You, Financially <laughs> smart. And that's $5 every day. I got to fill up my tank. I know, I, I got to put gas, right? Such an yeah. inconvenience. I know. Yeah, I don't lie about stuff like that. It's too difficult. Like, not that even Catherine knows if I buy lotto tickets because I never come home and say that, hey, I bought lotto tickets. Oh, I do. I will do say... Yeah? yeah, I will say it out of excitement. Like, babe... I played 60 bucks. We're going to, yeah. you know, hopefully. I always tell Matthew. You do. I'm shocked about I that, actually. I actually really enjoy the fantasizing conversations with him about what we would do. I know. We know how much you love to fantasize, Maury. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> <laughs> but I just, but, I find it so fun to just to have figured, something to talk about. I figured that much like all your other fantasies, they didn't involve your husband at all. <laughs> Facts. <laughs> So you actually, I think I think Maury's lotto lotto fantasies also do not include I, Matthew. I, no, I I really did believe this. I thought no, for if sure. He, if we're rich, then it's fine. He can stick around. Oh, 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 he can stick around. Yeah, right. You think if Matthew didn't win okay, the lottery, he'd be out of here, man? Hold, hold on now. So I figured for sure more that you were the type that would, if you won sixty mil, that you would do your best to hide it. No, not at all. You no, because we not. have all these plans, and I what quite... are the plans? What are the plans? Well, they've changed now. We want to move to Picton and buy a log cabin and <laughs> sit. Uh-huh. And sit. <laughs> wow. Did you say and sit? Yeah. <laughs> what were your plans before? Uh, oh, our you... plans before were to buy a place in Portugal, open a drive-in movie theater, have a place downtown as well, buy a place for his mom. Now we just want to move to a log cabin and sit quietly. You you want to win sixty million dollars so you can walk around with a flashlight telling Tina. <laughs> to stop having sex in the back of cars. That seems like the worst life in a language you don't speak. Big time. Big time. <laughs> you know what I mean? You're tired of Portugal. What a so horrible can, life. So you could work? <laughs> oh, a terrible job. Not that running a movie theater is a terrible job, but that's like every night of your summer. Yeah. <laughs> it's like you're, you're going, you're look, you you want to be a millionaire, a multimillionaire. You want to win $60 million and you want to spend every evening in the summer looking in people's trunks for sandwiches <laughs> they're trying to sneak in. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you want to spend Not your time. I didn't, I didn't think we about that part. In the front. <laughs> Jeez, man. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Let me share this DM that I got over the weekend from Steph DaCosta, yeah. who listens to the Roz and Mocha Show religiously. And it's a screen grab from Tinder, okay? Yeah. And she said, was scrolling through Tinder and I found Roz and Mocha all in one. Bahaha. All in one? If Roz and Mocha had a son. Oh. I thought I'd share. Oh, so it's somebody like... It's someone... One person that looks like a combo of the two of us? Uh-huh. Really? Yeah. So let me show Shem, Dem, Moore, and Deepa. Okay. Take a look at your computer screens real quick okay. before I show Roz. So Steph is saying that this person, this person's um, Tinder profile, when looking at it, it looks just like... A spliced. <laughs> Roz and I. Can you guys see this? Does that look like us? I think Steph needs glasses. <laughs> this is... That's <laughs> unbelievable. What do you think? Roz, can I you can't. see this, Roz? No, I can't. Here. 
So it's a white okay. guy, right? Yeah, and he's got a beard similar to yours. No, it's not. Where do you come into play, Mocha? I don't see the you at all. I think, I think because the guy's wearing a hoodie and a ball cap. Come on. No, no, more. You, you, if you look at the picture that I'm looking at, that dude is white. Yeah, that's a white. Like, white. There, there is no white. tan. Back Mark, it up, Mocha. Why back you it up. Back dog? it up. Put back your glasses back on. Back you have glasses for a reason. Cover your face with it, Mocha. It'll because it's focused right now. The camera's focusing on your face. There you go. There we go. Oh, it doesn't look like you guys at all. Okay. No. Right. Like that, is, that, is a, a that is a white man with a hoodie also, and a ball cap. the guy looks like the same age as Roz now. It, well, he's, he claims to be 38, but people lie on no, Tinder, don't they? Is, no do you have to verify your age on 38 no, on Tinder at no, all? No, you don't. You do not, eh, Maury? No. no, not at all. <laughs> I mean, let me find out. What <laughs> I gotta make a call. I gotta make a call. What, what about on Grinder? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, so really, you got represented in that. So it's a white guy on Tinder yeah. with a beard that has a little bit of gray in it. So I guess that's me. And then you got represented by not but, how you look, but your clothes. Yeah, the hoodie and the ball cap. Yeah. Although I think maybe the does, eyes. Does he have a nose ring? The eyes. No. Well, I can't see the other side of it. It's a kind of a profile. It's so all you yeah. see is the right side of his. Does he have bushy eyebrows? Uh, no, he does no. not. But his eyes. No. Maybe his nose. Uh, definitely your chin. Yeah. Maybe my lips. Yeah. Wow. Damn. We yeah. make a. Like if all three of us were on Maury, Maury, Maury at the end of it would say, "Mocha, that is not your child." <laughs> right. Like there's no, there's no, there's no resemblance. Uh, I wonder how he does on Tinder. What's the guy's says, name? Uh, his name's Kyle. Kyle. He's Thirty-eight. Thirty-eight. Well, he's still on there, so I guess he's not doing says, that well. Uh, let's let's order a pizza. <laughs> or very well. Let's order a pizza and watch yeah. the Raptors game. Yeah. Uh, oh, that's I, Mocha right there. I probably yeah. don't check all of your boxes, but I don't hurl red flags either. Wow. Mm. Yeah, that's not me. I'm Red Flag City. I think the profile <laughs> picture is also a red flag, though. You got to be like face on. Do you though? Like maybe this works. Maybe super casual works for people mm. on Tinder. Well, I don't seeing know. The side of your face. Yeah. What's no, on the, like, what are you hiding on the other side? He's just standing on a balcony. He's looking out at the city. Yeah, he's he's being, like enjoying. Yeah, he's like pondering, man. Enjoying the world, looking for his love. Yeah, seeing tower in the background. Yeah, there's no eye contact. Right? That's he's a sign like, of he's lying. thinking. He's like, I know you're out there. Look at Maury. Look at Maury trying to go through the signs <laughs> of lying. Really, Maury. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Y'all remember uh, Stephanie Motto from 90 Day Fiance? She was selling her farts in a jar. Oh, yeah. And then was she was making bank. Yeah, and then she got sick because she had created this fart diet where she was eating all of this food that would help her be gassy so mm -hmm. she could fart more often and then stick them in jars and sell them to rubes online for and she made like a hundred grand in december like a lot of money but then right? she put herself in the hospital but she's back at it again with what uh with farts she's okay. still out there doing promo she's trying to do the uh, nft fart thing now oh which so is, what is out, an, how do you how do you, what does that I mean an know. nft fart i don't know NFTs, like, man, this is like a Ponzi scheme if I've ever seen a Ponzi scheme. But anyway, go on. She, so in an effort to promote, well, still make money because she's not doing the fart thing as much, but she still has like a bunch of farts in a jar right. available for purchase, right? right? Um, she's making like appearances now. Doing what? Um, so she was asked and accepted yeah. and made an appearance at like a strip club to host, like in New York, just yeah. to host, right? Not to like sure do anything. Yeah, uh, just to host. And she made over ten thousand dollars just for that appearance, <sighs> and then to get on the mic. Yeah. And as part of the promo, and I guess for her to push her brand, yeah, and to be like, hey, by the way, Come I got on. this NFT fart. Come on, right? Yeah. Coming out soon. She gave like free fart jars to like the first <sighs> twenty people that walked in. <laughs> the first twenty people that walked in. Yeah. <laughs> 
So this is now how she's, I guess, offsetting some of the loss while she was in the hospital. Again, this is like... How long do you think they last in a jar? Like, I, I don't know. Like, until you open I, it? I, or can I, you close I, it back I, up again? I, she, well, she puts a rose petal in there to hold the uh-huh. scent, right? Yeah. But again, this is a this is a women exclusive, right? Women can sell, women can make $100,000 $100, selling farts because guys will buy them. Yes. No man could sell a fart to any woman on oh, the no. face of the earth. It will never happen. We, we cannot play in that industry. No, we There's no the, room the for us. The most disgusting human being in the Thank world. Thank you. Right? Yes. You slob, you pig. Uh, right. How dare you? Okay, here we go. Right? Yeah. That's exactly what would happen to us. Yes. But uh, that is what Stephanie motto in case you were wondering whatever happened oh, to for uh, fart and jar girl from 90 day fiance that's what she's up to these days yeah. the Roz and mocha show podcast podcast about that time it sure is hey mocha yes sir you ready uh-huh. let's do the news the Roz and mocha show podcast news break Oh, Dolly Parton has withdrawn herself from the possibility of being inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Why? Uh, So she says, Dolly here, even though I'm extremely flattered and grateful to be nominated for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, I don't feel that I've earned that right. She goes on to say, I really do not want votes split because of me, so I must respectively bow out. I do hope the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame will understand and will be willing to reconsider me again if I am ever worthy. She goes on to say, this has, however, inspired me to put out a hopefully great rock and roll album at some point in the future, which I've always wanted to do. So she doesn't feel that she is rock and roll. Is she allowed to bow out? Yeah, you can bow out. But she's... Like 50, 50 year career. Yeah. Why? She, well, like well, because, she's turned down a statue. She's turned down other. Yeah. Awards. Does she not like getting the, the recognition that. for that? It's, it's not thing? that it goes. It goes back to the argument about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, which has been around for a long time, which is what is rock and roll. And there are some purists that, mm. that believe that the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, because there's there's the Jazz Music Hall of Fame. There's the Country Music Hall of Fame. Sure. There, there's all sorts of different Hall of Fames. But at some point, they started expanding the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame to induct people who are not necessarily by genre rock and roll. Well, it's right. called the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame because where it is, where the term was created, it's a music hall of fame. Sure, but it, it's always been. And there, there are country acts in the Rock and Roll Tons. Hall of Fame, but there are, but but historically, it has been based sure. around rock and roll. I feel like Jay Z was inducted last year. Yeah, and and and, not and, rock and, and roll. yeah, and, well, no, but and th- that's part of the thing that purists don't want Jay Z mm. to be nominated. Right? There's right. plenty of places where Jay Z. I think Eminem be, is nominated this M- year. Eminem's, as well, right? yeah. Eminem is, mm. is about to be inducted this year if he if he gets through. So I think that she might just be a rock and roll purist okay. and and doesn't consider herself that and and worthy of the sort of rock and roll Hall of Fame. Wow. Uh, so anyway, there you go with that. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Oh oh, uh, Sandra Bullock. This is why you get into acting, eh, Maury? This is right here. Right here. This is the reason uh, people like Sandra Bullock and Damon Maury get into acting, where you want to be an actor. It's uh, it's not for the fame. It's not uh, it's not for the money. No, not at all. It's mm. not the you know the red carpets and the awards. It's not. It's all about getting a chance to see Channing Tatum's ass, right, Maura? Up close. Okay, here you go. Here's <laughs> and Sandra Dash, Bullock. who's your your cover model, Channing, Channing Tatum. Tatum. Yeah, he is. He is full on Fabio. This. He's more than full on Fabio. He's full on Monty. Because let's sell some tickets right now, Sandy B. There's a moment in the ad where, like, he's stripped to the waist and there are leeches on his back. There's a yes, full-on yes, shot, yes. full crack. Not, not really, right not there. really. It's really? Th- there's, there's a full cheek, and then there's a part, and then there's That's a... That's called sh- the crack, no. the part. <laughs> Did you not go to medical school? 
They call that the crack. But, but we don't, the crack is Aurelius, they call believe, that. I don't believe, and I could be wrong. You might need to go see the movie just to figure this out. I don't believe we showed the full left cheek. I believe we just hinted at the, the rise of 90% the left cheek. 90% of the left cheek. It's full, it's full... Like this, like that. Yes, yes. Absolutely. It's and it's a long time. They show one, they show it again. I'm telling you, it's worth. It's an e-ticket right there. It's a fast pass right there. How many people know what an e-ticket is? I'm 57. Of course, people know. Yes. Eight people went. Yeah. And. Uh, and there's a moment at which he turns around so you can check the he front. He does. So I, I, Is that I, CGI? N- no. <laughs> Full on, face-to-face with uh, the, the landscape that I needed tete-a-tete, to... Tete-a-tete, as we say. Full on tete-a-tete, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I had to... I just, you know, I had to spend some time down there just making sure that... Uh, no. No leeches. No leeches. And I had, I had a lot to say to it. Yeah. <laughs> so do you think when they were filming... Like what was he? What was he wearing? Nothing. Like probably a sock. A sock yeah. Yeah. Had to. Yeah. Yeah. No, probably. Don't ruin this probably. For me. Probably a sock. You think that they're gonna like Sandra Bullock get on the like, craft? Come on, for the craft. Maybe the butt, but not the front. Yeah. Not the front. No, no, no. This no, movie no. looks amazing. No, by I the know way. it's so. It looks so good. I, oh, the Lost City. The That's Lost City. Right? Yeah, yeah, but because it, it's Sandra Bullock, Channing Tatum, and Brad Pitt. Right. Oh, like, yeah, yeah, oh yeah, my God, it looks hysterical. I can't wait to see that movie. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, so uh, yesterday, the U.S. Senate passed a bill to make daylight savings time permanent yes. starting next year. Now, it Finally. passed unanimously, meaning it, did. it didn't actually go up for vote, but nobody objected to it, which was surprising. Nobody expected it to pass. Um, you oh, can even real? hear, yeah, you can even hear uh, Senator uh, Kristen Cinema whisper, uh, we'll play the clip, you can hear her say yes under her breath. So here's the uh, clip of the bill passing Yes, I ask unanimous consent that the Rubio substitute amendment at the desk be considered and agreed to. Is there objection? Without objection, so ordered. Thank you, Madam President. And uh, as the day goes on, I I look forward to others will be coming to the floor here in a moment. You'll see it's an eclectic collection of members of the United States Senate in favor of what we've just done here in the Senate, and that's to pass a bill to make a daylight savings time permanent. Okay, nobody in Canada better mess this up for us. No, we would just go right along with it. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That because because really because it, it has always been anytime somebody brought this up it, it, within within Canada or or you know different parts of Canada like let's say Ontario, you always needed you would need New York and Quebec to also come on board. Like that mm. was always the sort of mind the way that it always went is that you can't just unilaterally do this. You need at least New York and you need Quebec to be on board. But this was like uh, in the Senate, so this is like across across the United States. So Quebec Biden. can't come back and be like, bonjour. No, no, we would just go along with it. No, no, we would just 100% we go are not along good with this, Tabernacle? No, no, no. Uh, the bipartisan bill named the Sunshine Protecting Act would ensure uh, people would no longer have to change their clocks twice a yes. year. Uh, but the bill still needs approval from the House and then a signature from Biden. And again, uh, if it does become law, November 23rd. So we're in daylight savings now, right? Correct. That's the deal? Yeah, that's so, right. So we would be at this time permanently, right? Yeah. So, so we would permanently lose an hour of sleep. No. No, just don't get down that road, Maury. But I think we'll still have to go another full round of clock changes. We would do one more round in November of the clocks going back. And then when we switch in 2023 in March, at that point, it will remain permanent. Right. So we would do, yes, because this upcoming November is 2022. So, right? 
So Still. we would do, so we would switch it then, and yep. then we'd go next spring, we'd switch them back. And then that's it for life. And then that's it for life. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I'm I got gotcha. you. I'm good with that. like? All the sunshine that you get still at well, 8 o'clock at night, right? That's the deal, right? 8, 9 o'clock at night, especially yeah. in the summertime when yeah. it's 9.30 and it's still light outside? Yep, I agree. Come on now. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. So uh, on Monday, Elon Musk challenged Vladimir Putin to a fight. And, like for real? Yeah, and he said, I hereby challenge Vladimir Putin to single combat. Uh, and he goes, uh, followed up by saying that uh, the stakes are Ukraine. So meaning that he would fist fight Vladimir Putin and the winner gets Ukraine. And he goes, just make sure Vlad and company get the message. Do you agree to this fight? Because Elon Isn't Musk Vladimir is, Putin like a 10 time judo sure, champ or something? Sure, sure. But Elon Musk is a wild billionaire with a flamethrower. Facts. Um, so this didn't go over well with Chechen warlord uh, Ramzan Kadrov. Anytime you say warlord, you know that's not good news. Yeah. So, okay. So he wrote Elon Musk a word of advice. Don't measure your strength against that of Putin's. You're in two completely different leagues. Like, people are taking this seriously. Mm. His challenge to fight Putin for Ukraine. Uh, he goes on to say, uh, first of all, uh, Ramzan Kadrov, whose country is notoriously known for torturing and killing gay men, issued this warning to Elon Musk. You'll need to pump up those muscles in order to change the effeminate Ilana into a brutal Elon that you would need to be. Putin will look unsportsmanlike when he beats the hell out of you, a much weaker opponent. And he signed off by inviting Elon to come and train in one of their gyms to learn how to take a punch. And he said, you will return from the Chechen Republic a completely different person, Ilana, that is Elon. And then Ooh, Elon re- and then Elon replied, Thank you for the offer, but such excellent training would give me too much of an advantage. Is he afraid to fight? I will agree to use only my left hand, and I am not even left-handed. Signed, Ilana. (laughs) (laughs) But he is doing, but but listen, Elon's doing, uh, he's doing good things. I think that he just sent like a whole whack of uh, Starlink satellites over Ukraine. So they have, they have Wi-Fi if infrastructure starts getting blown up and everything else. Like Mm. he's taking part, like he's doing his, he's doing his, uh, he's doing his thing. I know that he was lobbying last week for gas, even though he runs Teslas. Yeah, yeah. Uh, He was lobbying like the gas companies to uh, all those greedy billionaires uh, who are making a whole lot of money off all this to lower prices and all this stuff. Uh, So I I don't think the fight is going to happen, but. Chechen warlords are taken seriously. And this was like his like his reply. Like I read a portion of what he wrote. It was very long. Oh, wow. Like very, very long. And speaking of fights, Jake Paul has offered Kanye West and Pete Davidson 60 million to fight each other. Oh, stop it. So Jake Paul wrote, uh, uh, my most V promotions will offer Kanye West and Pete Davidson to fight. I have 30 million guaranteed for Kanye and 30 million guaranteed for Pete. Plus pay-per-view upside money will be put in escrow before six rounds boxing match. Let's settle this beef like men before the children get any more impacted. (laughs) It's about the children. (laughs) That is never, ever going to happen. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Man, what the hell went on on The Bachelor last night? I watched this show all season, and so... Look at Shem. Shem is a goal. Shem and Deepa. 
you ever been watching? Okay, okay. So, so hang tight here. Let me try and do my best to explain this, sure. uh, and then you guys can jump in and let me know if I got anything wrong here. Uh, so during the final, the finale last night, ABC revealed that both Gabby and Rachel will both be bachelorettes on season 19, set to premiere July 31st. So this is the first time that two women will be co-leads on The Bachelorette. If you remember in 2015, and this was cruel. I didn't like this at all. When they had Caitlin Bristow and Britt Nilsson on the show. Remember when the show started and then the guys got to decide which Bachelorette would move on, like which one they oh, yeah, wanted more, and it, was, and it was Caitlin? It was like, it was cruel and mean and not good. So this announcement followed Susie. So Susie was on The Bachelor and she sort of decided that she was open to continuing her relationship with what's the guy's name? Clayton Colton. Clayton. Clayton. Yep. Uh, after walking away last week when he learned that he had been intimate with both Gabby and Rachel, who will be the two new bachelorettes. Oh, so he fantasy suited with three of them. <clears throat> They went home, got to meet his family, everything else. And then I guess after he convinced Gabby and Rachel to stay in Iceland and give him another shot, he just dipped on both of them and then was like, it's Susie mm-hmm. and it's always been Susie, right? Mm-hmm. So is that kind of what went down? You're missing one part. Thank yeah. you. So, so Susie went home. Susie said, you know what? I'm done. I don't want to be Peace with out. you. Peace out. And then he, he, by default, had Gabby and Rachel left. Right. Um, but he'd been pining after Susie, who turns out she didn't actually go home she was still in iceland and then that's how it all went couldn't get a flight right so (laughs) so now gabby and rachel are going to be the co-bachelorettes and so this is them uh last night on the show making the announcement and uh, gabby and rachel's reaction this is crazy for the first time ever we will have two bachelorettes for the entire season i want you both to know this do we date the same guys? We beat ourselves up <laughs> trying to make this decision. It took weeks and weeks and weeks, guys, really. But at the end of the day, watching you both support each other in Iceland and also how you have tonight, that was really the big reason why we decided to give you both a shot. You truly are deserving of this. So uh, how's this thing going to work? Right. Yeah. I, yeah. Honestly, I have no idea. Oh, uh, but on. I do want to tell you, Gabby, Rachel, we're going to figure this whole thing out together. This is going to be amazing. This is your journey. So, so Rachel, how are you feeling? I am so happy for her. <laughs> I truly am. It's crazy. This is insane. And I'm excited to do this journey with you. We did it once together. And we've been through the most crazy experience together. I was going to say that, Gabby. Really, I think the two of you will be connected really forever based on what you had to go through in Iceland. But what's it like knowing that you're going to go on this journey with this woman right here? I'm a girl's girl through and through, so having a friend by my side is the best thing that I could ask for. No. Oh my god! No. So, are they gonna still load the house up with twenty-five guys, or are they gonna know. go more? Are they gonna double it? What are fifty? What are your thoughts, Deepa? I this doesn't make any sense to me because clearly <laughs> they've worked out zero logistics, and the entire time they're like, "Oh, you know, girls, girl," and like we're supportive. But what happens if they're all dating the same men and they mm. fall in love? With the same guy. Like, oh, that's going to happen. It's 100% going to happen. And are they going to be besties? Are they going to be supportive? I think it's going to be a total mess. Yeah, yeah. and that's that a, what the producers want. And I believe that they've got all those details sorted out already. Yeah. And they just haven't told 
the contestants or the host. Yeah, un- unless they, it would be dumb to give them two separate like teams of guys. Like this mm-hmm. is team A, this is team B. Unless yeah. they, unless you can trade players from team to team, like they're oh no, like, like, like they're oh, MLB no. GMs. You know what I mean? Like oh, no. unless they can do that, and then if she's like, hey, you want this? I'm going to need him and him. Yeah. If you want, if you want this guy, right? he's a doctor for God's sake, right? Huh. You want this guy? You give me th- that guy, and I want the surfer and the guy uh, the and, and, and the sous chef, right? <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how that's going to work, but uh, looking forward to it. I like both of those women. They seem real fun. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. There is a pair of California lawmakers who are introducing a bill. I want to get your thoughts on this, Mocha. To hold technology companies liable for the social media addictions that may affect children. So the bill would let parents and guardians sue social media platforms that they believe addicted their children in their care through advertising, push notifications, uh, um, design features, and to promote compulsive use, particularly the continual consumption of harmful content on issues such as eating disorders and suicide. Uh, They say that it would hold companies accountable regardless of whether they deliberately designed their products to be addictive. The bill would force owners of web web products to limit the collection of children's data that they hang on to. Um, And then a second bill would require online platforms like Facebook to publicly disclose how their algorithms work and how they promote user content. They go on to say, I cannot think of another industry that thinks that not only do they not have to identify the harm caused by their products, but also tries to actively stop others from testing it. Yeah. So I'm, I'm down with that because all these, all these, you know, different apps, all the, the platforms that are available, they are at the end of the day designed to keep you on that one yes. thing for as long as possible, yes. right? And then keep showing you things that are related to that one thing that maybe you double tapped or that one thing that you were looking up, you went searching for for a hashtag. Then that yes. thing, that product is going to keep fishing or, or keep you know sending your way all the other things that you're interested in. Every time you go online or on social media to look for something, you need to remember that you are being hunted 10 times as hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? That's the reality. Like you're, last being, week, you're being hunted. Last week, I looked up, I don't know, some. it was like a hashtag on like uh, woodworking, right? Yeah. Woodworking projects or yes. something like that. And then for the next couple of days, it was ads for like tools and then like even like a clothing, uh, Mark's, the yeah. clothing store, right? Yeah. Like, hey, maybe you want these work pants. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Maybe you want this. Uh, that's what it is. Tools, and now, like and now imagine that for something that's harmful. Totally. Right? Oh, completely. And your yeah, life, yeah, yeah, yeah. your life will be forever consumed. Yeah. Uh, I agree be, with it. Because of it. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Oh, uh, Keith Richards of the Rolling Stones finally quit smoking after 55 years. Wow. Yeah. No time so, like the present. So he uh, he said that uh, he didn't notice things until he started rehearsing for their new tour. And he's like, I noticed I had more air in my lungs than my voice. So after 55 <laughs> years, he quit smoking. Surprise, surprise. Keith Richards gave up heroin in 1978 and wow. eventually stopped using cocaine in 2006 after he fell out of a tree and required brain surgery and metal plate in his skull. Oh my so God. he's almost completely clean. I think he still drinks, yeah. but no more heroin, uh-huh. no more cocaine, no more cigarettes for Keith Richards. Bonus. He also said that his secret to longevity was treating his body like a temple. <laughs> and, and and I quote, and I quote, and I quote, Quote, yeah. only taking high-quality drugs. <laughs> 
the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Kylie Jenner. I think Kylie Jenner may be my favorite. I don't know a lot about Kylie Jenner because to me she seems a whole lot, especially in the last four or five years, the least visible of the, the Jenner-Kardashian clan. And then every now and then when she does do a video or she talks to her fans, especially when you compare it to those videos that went wild earlier the week where it was Kim and... Uh, Courtney and Chloe and the mom talking mm. about, you know, when they were talking to Vogue where they were like, women don't want to work and they don't want to do this stuff. There's, 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 a, there's a performance to their sort of faux authenticity that sort of is always just really blatant to me. I don't get that with Kylie. Maybe I'm wrong, but I don't get hey, that with Kylie. Hands up if you're Team Kylie. I'm Team Kylie. Anybody else? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gem. Like, I don't, I don't, Jim I don't, Murray. I don't. Deepa, I don't, no? You're not Team Kylie? I don't not get that really. with Kylie, no. Oh, who are you? A team Chloe, I bet. I used I'm to be not team, team I'm not team any of them, to be quite honest. Oh. Keep in mind, though. Keep in mind. I have never seen one single second of any of their shows. Oh, my God. They're so good. No, not a single really second. Fun. They I, are fun. I only know what is... what I only My only knowledge of the Kardashians and the Jenners is what is forced on me from just living uh, in, sure. the, in the world. That's all I know of them. Mm. Uh, so here is uh, Kylie. Uh, she was addressing her fans and talking to uh, other moms about postpartum. So here's Kylie. I just want to say to my postpartum moms that postpartum has not been easy. It's not been easy. It's very hard. It's, this experience for me personally has been a little harder than with my daughter. It's not easy mentally, physically, spiritually. It's just crazy. And yeah, I didn't want to just get back to life without saying that because... I think we can look on the internet and, you know, for other moms going through it right now, um, we can go on the internet and it might look a lot easier for other people and like put the pressure on us, but it hasn't been easy for me either. It's been hard and I just wanted to say that. So I didn't even think I'd make it to this workout today, but I'm here and I'm feeling better. So you got this. Wow. So she shot this while she was in her gym. And one of the things that people noticed in her gym is that in the back, she has a light therapy chamber. A what? So, okay. I've never so, heard of it. Yeah, exactly. So it's, it's, it's red light therapy. So it's red light or near infrared light. Okay. Uh, it's produced by a company called Da Vinci Medical, which sells the pod. The red light therapy, quote, is the use of clinically determined wavelengths of red and near-infrared light to increase circulation and the synthesis of cellular energy. Red light therapy helps promote the body's natural process to metabolizing free radicals, minimizing the damage they cause. So the pot itself costs $78,000. Now, explain it like I'm five. I don't know. <laughs> But I know I need one. Maybe that's what I need. $78,000 maybe, yeah, maybe I need a light therapy pod. But what does it do? I still I don't know. Does. I don't know. Like, it regenerates all the stuff. Bella Hadid uses one as well. Does she? What is it? So what did she say? It does. Same thing? Same thing. And I've seen yeah. one at the gym next to me has one in their lobby. You so what do, they, what do they tell in you? In the when lobby? You, when Anyone you... can just walk in and use it? <laughs> <laughs> 
That's weird. Like I'm gonna you go stand to, in, and then what happens? Like so you go, lie down. Yeah, like and I, sort of closes on you like a like, like a, a like a it looks tanning like a, it looks bed. like a tanning bed. Yeah, you're oh. right, Maury. It looks like a tanning bed, right? Okay. Yeah, but do you have to be like you can't? Are you clothed when you go you in, it, or are you naked when you go in? And oh, I that I don't I know. I've never seen anyone use one. Well, I imagine if it's in the lobby, they're okay with clothes, and if they're okay okay with clothes, it means they're okay with scones. So you can have a snack too. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't think you can eat food in it. Oh, it's expensive. Okay, uh, but maybe that's what I need. I don't know what it is. Is, but maybe that's what I maybe Somebody that's what geez, I need. Though, I know it's a lot of money, but her gym is. I mean, it's not like the Rock's gym, but like Kylie's got it. Uh, Kylie's got it. Bet going, you the Rock doesn't have the red light going bed. on. Uh, the Rock is the red light, Maureen. <laughs> <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. In case you uh, have not got a chance to see the Batman in theaters yet, uh, apparently a glitch on the HBO website indicated when the Batman is slated to drop on HBO Max and then on HBO. When? Soon. HBO, like how soon? HBO Max, April 19th. Oh, what? Yeah, and wow. uh, and then straight up HBO uh, to stream for free on the 23rd. No way. Yeah, so insiders told Deadline that the dates are likely accurate, as Warner Media CEO Jason Killar uh, had said in the past, that film releases from Warner Brothers are expected to debut uh, on streaming platforms 45 days after their theatrical release. So those numbers match. So wow. you're likely to get the Batman sometime, you know, mid to late April, which, like, which isn't that bad. Even still, like with the monster numbers that uh, movies have been putting up, you yeah. think that they want to keep in theaters a lot longer. Like I know um, the new Spider-Man movie, digitally, it'll be released on Tuesday. But as of this week, they're still showing it in movie theaters. Yes. Yeah. Right? And then it'll be the same thing with the Batman. Yeah. 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 For sure. For I sure. I guess if you really want to see it like, uh, like in an IMAX or something like what that. What they right? want to do is they want to capital, they, they have to try and, they, they have to find the window. They have to try and get as much money at the box office as they can. Yeah. But still be able to use the hype and popularity from the original marketing campaign to get as many HBO Max subscribers as they can. Yeah. So they have to try and figure out how to do both. And for a movie like this, they're leaning at that 45 day window. Yeah. To be able to sort of capitalize on both, and so we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Do you, you know think that'll be in Canada though? Because th- we don't have HB. We have Crave here. It'll be for it'll be VOD here on yeah. the on April nineteenth, the same day that it would be uh, available Hopefully. for VOD. Because because HBO Max, like you'll have to pay for that, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So Batman. So Jenna and I went and watched Batman in the theaters. Yeah. On Monday. Yeah. You know what the last movie was we saw in the theaters pre-pandemic? What's that? Joker. Same with us. With Joaquin Phoenix. Same with us. Yeah. So just keeping it in the yeah. DC Batman yeah. oh, universe. We did, we did see Spider-Man. We did see Spider-Man. Oh, okay. But that was the last one. That was the last movie that we went to see before the world shut down. Yeah. Was was Joker. Yeah. And then it was and then the la- and then we went to see Spider-Man in the yeah, theater. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but that was, yeah, that was it. Like a long time. Mm. Like, yeah, and you fell asleep though, huh? Well, because you had Batman? a big bowl yeah. of pasta. Yeah, no, it's not good. Yeah, I fell asleep twice. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. Kanye West suspended from Instagram for 24 hours. Oh, no. What's he going to do? Uh, he's not going to be allowed to post or DM or scroll through his mentions. So this was after he posted a slur targeting Trevor Noah. 
So yesterday, Kanye directed that slur towards Trevor after Trevor addressed the whole Kim, Pete, and Kanye divorce stuff on his show. Um, so this is a little bit of what Trevor said. I think it was Tuesday where he said that it was all terrifying to watch. This is Trevor. You may Noah. not feel sorry for Kim, you know, because she's rich and famous, because of the way she dresses, because she appropriates black culture, because she tells women they're lazy, because she broke the internet and then didn't put it back together. Whatever. You hate her. Whatever. But, but. What she's going through is terrifying to watch, and it shines a spotlight on what so many women go through when they choose to leave. You know, people always say that phrase to women. They go like, why didn't you leave? Oh, why didn't you leave? Why didn't you leave? Yeah, because a lot of women, women realize when they do leave, the guy will get even crazier. And when I say crazy, I don't mean mental health crazy. I'm like, it's, you, you understand what I mean. You know what I mean. The point is that Kim Kardashian and countless other women, they find themselves in a terrible position you know, because asking Kanye to stop clearly isn't helping. But at the same time, he hasn't broken any laws, you know, so can she get him arrested? No, I don't think so. Would she even want to? I mean, you know, she spends half her time helping black people come out of jail. So now she can't be throwing Kanye West in. It's a bit of a paradox. But still, she's being harassed. So Kanye responded to this on Instagram and he replaced the lyrics of that song Kumbaya with a variation of a word that has a long history based on a minstrel character. Um, I don't know what he, I didn't see the post. I didn't, I didn't know what it was. Does anybody know what he posted? Not that I want you to say it, but does it, did anybody see the post that got Kanye removed from, from Instagram? No, I didn't end up seeing it, but no. I, I just, no, I, I like, sorry, I didn't see it on his page. Yeah. Um, I did see people take screen grabs of it. Oh, they did. Um, okay. Yeah. yeah. Because it's not on his, because his Instagram is still there. You can still go and see posts. Right. But that's but the gone. One, it's deleted. The, the Trevor Noah one is, uh, yeah. is deleted. So yeah. before it was deleted, Trevor jumped in the comments after Kanye's post and said, I don't care if you support Trump and I don't care if you roast Pete. I do, however, care when I see you on a path that's dangerously close to peril and pain. Uh, you have every right to fight for your family, but you have to know the difference between that and and fright and and fighting you have to know there's between that and fighting your family uh, he goes on to say if you're just joking about it all and i'm an idiot for caring then so be it but i'd rather be an idiot who spoke up so that's what trevor wrote replying to kanye west after yeah. the whole thing what was uh, the whole thing was deleted an absolute uh, absolute mess the Roz and mocha show podcast podcast Oh, Netflix is looking to, they're going to test this out in uh, Chile, Costa Rica, and Peru, which is if you share your password with somebody, mm -hmm. they will allow you to share it with two other individuals who are outside your house for an extra $2.99 a month. Mm. That's, what they're, that's what they're testing. Man. Because they had announced last year that they were going to start cracking down on password sharing, right? Hey, you can do that, though. Right. Tracking IP? Oh, they know. Oh, they know. Oh, they know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they know. Yeah, but just, what try, if you're just track at work, IP. Because I log into my Netflix here and yes. I log in at home, but it's still just me. And uh, they're two different IP addresses. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe yeah, you'll get how dinged. Gonna, how are they going to stop that? Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah, that I've, I have no, I don't know how they, how they fix, how they fix that. Um, but there was that one story. Do you remember that one story where the, the guy got dumped? Uh, his girlfriend dumped him and she refused to call him and he was trying to get a hold of her and they shared a Netflix account 
and he was trying to communicate with her by creating profiles on the main page and where you're supposed to write your name, he would write notes to her. Oh, so it, really? So it, so it was all one long it's, sentence oh under, underneath, underneath all the profiles. Yeah. So when she logged on to Netflix, there would be like six profiles and Yo. all the names, if you read them in a line, would make up like, oh my God, baby, I'm so sorry I miss you <laughs> underneath, <laughs> underneath all the profiles. That is like the ultimate cheat code right there. Good for you, bro. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Brie Larson getting absolutely hammered on social media again. Really? So Brie Larson was one of the stars. There was a handful of them that all took money, I guess, uh, by some NFT artist to change their profile and then write a little message being like, uh, hey, just found these NFTs, just bought one. You should get one too. And their profile pictures, this artist's work, this NFT work. And everybody was like, oh my God, here we go with the NFTs and all these stars getting involved. So yesterday, um, Brie Larson tweets out, it's a video of like, like an animated sort of caricature of her in a museum space. And there's other people in there. Mm-hmm. And she tweeted out, welcome to my little corner of someplace metaverse can't wait to welcome you all in soon so she's built like her own metaverse world oh that she wants people to like come in and hang out keith keith oberman um replied to that tweet saying i hope you got paid seven bajillion dollars because uh that's about just how much damage you did to your own rep um and one fan posted this though because her boyfriend, Brie Larson's boyfriend, is a guy named Elijah Allen Blitz, who is a like VR filmmaker, and he's very much into all of this. Mm-hmm. And people are blaming this guy for getting Brie Larson into like the NFTs and the metaverse and everything else. Because somebody else wrote, uh, a fan wrote, uh, this is the man that has created the downfall of Brie Larson, Elijah Allen Blitz, taking her down the rabbit hole of NFTs and metaverse. I've been a fan of hers for a long time. And uh, I also know that she's always been naive. So her being this badly influenced does not surprise me. Somebody else wrote under that, I went to school with her boyfriend and I just know all of this is his dumb influence. Oh, no. So, yeah, so she's gone heavy and it's terrible. Like, it's the metaverse, right? Yeah. Nobody wants to go there. Nobody wants to go in the metaverse at all. And it's it's a dumb room. And first of all, and the guy she's with in her metaverse room, Mm -hmm. like his avatar... He's wearing VR goggles as an avatar in a world that is already VR. Hold on. Do you mean to tell me that in the metaverse? Yes. There is also a metaverse? I guess that's what it is. Like he is in the metaverse, but doing VR in the metaverse. And that's the guy she's hanging out with. <laughs> Man, bro, it's awful. Anyway, so, so if you're wondering why Brie Larson is trending, it's because she's gone all in on the uh, on the metaverse. Man, I don't like Brie Larson. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, would high school Scarlett Johansson ever have dated high school Colin Jost? So Colin Jost on Weekend Update a little while ago posted a picture of himself, his high school yearbook photo, mm-hmm. and he had one of those like mushroom cuts. Oh, remember when those? Are, remember when those were popular? Yeah, right? of course he the, did. The who was who was like like the. There was a couple characters on television who made famous the, the mushroom cut. Like John, was it, wasn't Jonathan Taylor Thomas one of those? I was going to say that. Yeah. yeah. Jonathan mm-hmm. Taylor Thomas and... What, what a, one of those guys on that nerd show that you watched, Maury. Um, 
Oh, Beat um, the Geeks? No. Oh, Big uh, Bang Theory? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Didn't that guy, one of those guys have Mushroom no, Cut? No, no, not Not like an authentic this. 90s no. Mushroom Cut. No, no, like 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 uh, 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 Brian Austin Green on 90210 oh, had Devin a sort Sawa of... had one. Devin Sawa had a perfect Mushroom Cut. Mm, anyway, yeah. so that's what, that's what uh, Colin Jost had. So would Scar Joe have dated Colin, Host, uh, Colin Jost in high school? There's a photo, actually, that I really love that I want to put up on the screen of Colin. Um, he was doing the weekend update, yeah. which is everything. Yeah, it's, and they it's, do a great job. Oh my God, it's an institution. It is, it's great. It's so fun. So I guess he threw up a picture of himself in high school saying, Oh, yeah, with the mushroom cut. With the- Can we throw that up? There we go. Oh my God. Okay, so would high school ScarJo be into high school college? Um, I don't think so. No. <laughs> oh, no. Oh. Damn. Firstly, that, I, my brother had that same haircut uh, throughout oh. the night. Both of my brothers, and I just can't. There's no way. I mean, when, who decided on that cut as a stylish thing? I like, what hairdresser was like, I'll try this. Oh, no. Yeah, Dinner in their wow. house must have been right? super awkward after right? that. Right? Would high school Roz <laughs> date high school Catherine? Oh, hell Yeah. <laughs> What? That's not wrong to say, is it? I was. We're both talking high school. You're not asking me now if I would date high no, school. No, no, no. High school. Did Roz I just answer the wrong thing? Sc- no, 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 oh. no, no, no. Oh, high school. Ro- because when Ross is in high school, yeah, Catherine was like, well, like elementary school. When I was still. in when I was in grade t- twelve, Catherine was in no, grade two. Okay, yeah, the answer is no. <laughs> <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. I want to get into this. Kim Kardashian on the Ellen DeGeneres show today. And talking a lot about Pete Davidson. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. And the one, the first clip will play very normal. Kim sounding like she's got it together and she's super happy and everything else. And then we'll get into the weird stuff later. But here's Kim talking about Pete. Um, Hey, speaking of uh, posting, you just went official with, with Pete on Instagram. So congratulations. Thank you. I guess it's like not official until you post. You what? It's I guess it's not official until, until you, you post. post. It's not real. Instagram? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Does that does that feel to you like that was something that you needed to do just to get it out of the way? Like it was people were waiting to see that or no? I have the cutest pictures of us, and I want to be like, oh my god, we're so cute, and I want you know. But then I'm like, you know. Don't be so desperate. Don't be posting so much. Just mm. give a glimpse. Mm. But yeah, so I don't know. I don't, I don't know what the right thing to do is. Like I haven't dated in since before Instagram existed. So yeah, I, I don't know. I know what and the rules are. First of all, as I say to you all the time, I just want you to be happy. You deserve to be happy, and I'm happy that you're happy. That's Thank all you. that matters. My my favorite part of that is Kim pretending like she doesn't know how Instagram works. Yeah. Instagram, like, is, is that a thing? Like, a, thing? like, official? Like, is that a thing? Okay, but here's where things go weird. So, the story was when those text messages were released between Pete and Kanye. There was that shot of Pete Davidson where Kanye was like, where are you right now? And Pete was like in bed with your wife. And then he took a selfie with his tongue out. And on the corner of his chest, his upper chest, the word Kim was there. And everybody Mm -hmm. was like, oh, he got Kim's name tattooed on him. Like already with the name tattoo. So this is Ellen and Kim discussing what that is. Listen Mm -hmm. to this and then let's come back and discuss. 
It's my job as an interviewer to ask about the tattoo. Everyone said because he posted this uh, the selfie, sort of, uh, right? And, and there's, they're reading into it saying that there's a tattoo that says Kim. Um, yeah, he has a few tattoos, a few, a few. ones, you know, wow. that he got. Um, but this one is a, it's not that one. The Kim one isn't a tattoo. It's actually a branding. What? Like a... Oh, God. Yeah. Branding. Because, let me explain it, because he wanted to do something that was really different. Because, like, okay, first tattoo mm-hmm. he got, I was like, oh, so cute. Thank you. Oh, my God. So, you know, second, whatever. I'm like, oh, that's so cute. But, like, that's what tattoo people do, right? Uh-huh. Like, they get tattoos of what's going on in their life. And but still. Wait, back so up, I was like, back am up, I back up. special? You said first tattoo. So he has three tattoos of you? Just, well, it sounds know. like this is, like, the third. <laughs> so the first tattoo was, you said, kind of cute. So, yeah. is it uh, your name or is it like a little... The branding is my name. Right. The yeah. other ones are like cutesy things. I think my favorite one, it says here, it says my girl is a lawyer. And that one's really cute. Wow. Yeah. That's amazing. That one's really cute. Okay, but... Yeah. Wow. Okay, so, so my girl's a lawyer. And then what's the other one? There's a few. All right, there's all right. I want, all right but, but when you say branding, so Thank like you. literally like an iron thing... Yes. ...went onto his body... Yes. ...to brand Kim. Yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, you, you are a brand. <laughs> <laughs> like what they... Like at a farm, what they use on cattle? Yes. No, there's places that you can go and do that. Like some body-altering, body-modification, tattooed, piercing shops will do that. Um, but I, I'm shocked at how chill she is when the boyfriend says, I want to do something special for you. What I want to do is burn your name into my chest. Like, I'm shocked that she's so chill with that. I think she's chill with it for appearances. But I wouldn't want somebody to do that. Even if I thought it was sexy or whatever, or I was into it for myself. Yeah, what if it's infected? Like I just shouldn't she have been like maybe wait a little bit because I don't have a good track record with guys? (sighs) Yeah. No, she's not gonna say that. I couldn't do that. I, if no. somebody came to me and said, I want to burn your name into me, even if I was crazy in love with them. Like if a Catherine came to me and said, hey, I don't want them done with tattoos. What I'd like to do is I'd like to burn your name into me. No way. I, there's no way I would. Yeah. Like, there's, and, I, and, I'm, and when I say this, I don't mean like I have full like agency over the woman and her decisions and she's free to do what she wants to do. So when I say there's no way I would I allow that, dangerous. I would all. highly discourage that because to me that doesn't show anything like, I don't get more love from that, from you doing that. Some people that. find it hot. Yeah, but also, once it, like, I starts to heal, it. it looks weird. It looks that's like a scar. Col- it's a, yeah. a big scar. Yeah. yeah. colored it. No, no, no. That was all scab. Mm-hmm. That wasn't red ink? No. No, man. No, no. Brands are burnt. It'll look like his skin color. It's just going to be yeah. her name. And as it's in, healing, in, it in looks in a, so, a, so gross. Bad. Once it heals, then it'll be kind of a little bit more distant, I guess. Yeah, I know. But I wouldn't want somebody to go through that with no. me, though. No, 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 right? No, no. Like, that's a little. I have a, a question little, about yeah, that, Go ahead. Because, like, with tattoos and stuff, sure, you can get that removed if for some reason it doesn't work out. Mm-hmm. But with a mm-hmm. branding, a like, process, how does that though. work? It's there. It's there for It's a scar. You're they, scarring yourself. They cut around <gasps> with a scalpel. They cut around the skin. Ugh. Right? And they peel it off. What are you talking about? He's trolling. Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh. 
Come on, man. Help me out. I thought, I thought you were talking about how they do it. Because I thought somebody sent you down the wrong road. Oh, no, no. that's exactly how they get rid of it, Depot. Damn, how else yeah, would okay, you get rid of it? No, how else would you get rid of it other than cutting it off your body? From the one guy who's yeah, like a master troller. You just screwed this whole bro, thing up. Bro, bro, bro. Listen, okay? I'm so sorry. I screwed that up. Okay? <laughs> Like, okay, I get it. I get it. Shame I screwed you. it up. No, I screwed it up. That's on me, okay? We I apologize. Almost, I know we almost had it. I get it. I was kind of setting you up I for the get, alley I get it. Right? I get we it. I know I <laughs> suck. Damn it. Thanks for listening to the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Catch the guys live. Weekday mornings from 6 to 10. On KISS 92.5. KISS 92.5.com. Or download the KISS 92.5 app.